How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, a show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Lavar. And I am surprised. No, I'm my name is Tim <laughs> Wagner, but I got caught off guard real good on that one. I was like, <laughs> damn. We are I was not looking at the time or nothing. You were just like, how's it going? And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't oh. Anyways, gotcha. yep. Cut your way we're, off. <laughs> Anyways, we're we're in it. We're we're in it. We are back to our normal format. We had that special. We're back to normal format now. We got our yep. fishing in the front, random take in the back. We are going to talk about lures. It's our beginning lure volume two. Uh, we have two things on the dock. Are we going to get to two things? Who knows? We'll see. I don't know. We got an hour. We're going to try to keep it tight to that hour <laughs> on the on the topic. So uh, will we get to both? No. Is there a volume three? <laughs> kind of already written. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think so. <laughs> and then in the random take, we're going to find out. I thought this whole thing was because we're such good friends. That's why we're here on Real AF TV. And yep. uh, we want to learn and teach each other and stuff like that. But uh, we're not even friends. So. We're going to talk about that in the second half. Stay tuned. Uh, t- oh, hey. I was just going to get into how we normally start and kick it off with the fishing news. But uh, you see that Ninja Turtles trailer, the new one? Did you see the new Ninja Turtle movie oh, that's out? I did see um, a like trailer, but like from a distance. Yeah. Like my son was watching okay. something and I saw it. And uh-huh. I've seen, what did we go to? We went to a movie. Um. Oh, a little while back we went to that. Uh, whatever the Spider-Man one is now, because I know oh, there's like a, a in, is it across, across? Spider Verse? Across, yeah, yeah. This one's across. Yeah. So we went to that, and when we were there, they had like the big cardboard cutout, and I was like, "New TMNT." Yeah. And my son was like, "What?" And he, <laughs> I mean, he just, I think he likes to ham up everything. He's in that age where he just yeah. like to give big reactions for no right. reason. You're like, do you yep. even care? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask is like, do you plan on going seeing with him? Does he care? The art style looks fucking crazy, like on that yeah. level with the Spider-Verse shit. Right. And I think we'll see. We will yeah. definitely watch it, but I don't know if we'll go see it. Go to the Because yeah. we don't get a whole lot of opportunity to go to the theater. Right. But, yeah. Um, When we do, there's a couple other movies and I don't know if TMNT is the best one to watch on the big screen because dude gets hyped. If we right. go and watch TMNT yeah. in the theater, I might mm-hmm. get the popcorn just punched out of my hands. <laughs> I, I, I'm not 100% sure. He might just be like, yeah, yeah, boom. And then I'm just like, no, what? Stop, chill. Was the king size extra butter? What the fuck? <laughs> they only give us one refill and I didn't plan on wasting it. <laughs> I eat all the popcorn first and I fill it up. No, I don't eat two tubs of popcorn. Isn't that crazy? They're like, you can get a refill of popcorn. And sometimes that refill is reserved because I'll like have a couple pieces and I'm like, there was some burnt in this batch. And I just walk out mm. and dump the first batch in the, in the can <laughs> and I go, refill, please. And I bet they're just sitting there just being like, damn, dude, he ate that whole thing fast. fast. And I'm a big dude, so they're not even questioning it. They're just like, he definitely ate it all. <laughs> I don't care. I don't just be like, first batch was burnt. I just be like, try number two. 
And right. if it doesn't go well, I'm definitely not the guy to be like, that first batch was burnt. Do you think you make a whole new batch or whatever? I don't complain. I just be like, you know, let's try it again. Hopefully I don't get the same batch. And everyone's like, You're right. like yes, shit. Still that same burnt batch, whatever. It's not that bad. I just prefer <laughs> not to have this flavor. I'm still going right. to eat it. You know, I paid way too much money for it. So. Right. <laughs> but um, there are, I guess it depends on when we get a chance to go to, if those other movies will be out because there's that Kraken movie. Oh, yeah. There, there's like a, there's like a way in depth, but yeah, it's like an animated movie about a teenage kraken like this girl is this kind of weird thing and that she can she turns into a kraken i guess i don't know and then there's that other um that other big movie um elementals or whatever oh yeah that's already out too yeah so those ones if we get a chance might be more up his lane because i think like the bright colors and just you know Yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a little bit like darker, a little bit creepier. Yep. Some of the stuff right. I think can like, even though it's not that big of a deal, can still cause nightmares. Because if this TMNT right. is anything like the show, dude, the show, the newer show, that shit was creeping me out, the, dude. Yeah, that's the second newer show, right? You're watching the 3D one? Yeah. 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 It, that it one's fucking weird. Good. It has some weird oh, shit in there, dude. This is yeah. some creepy stuff. I think stuff. we talked about this on the pod before. We've definitely talked about it. I think we have, yeah, because I think it was like, it's good. yeah, I think we might have been talking about like dad stuff or whatever, but yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. Uh, creepy. Yeah. Creepy. Creepy Be careful stuff, around dude. that one with the kiddos. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, good. for sure. You, you can watch it, but there are some episodes that hit like adult style. You're like, oh, well, yeah. There I get was, that. Like, what's going on here? Yeah. There was one where it was like a mutant, like morph, like melded with like the mom, and it like the face split down the middle. I think I brought that up too, but it was like Jesus, yeah. I don't, I don't think we need to be seeing monsters like that on the big screen, you know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, this one's definitely think... way different. They're like, they're like teenagers, and yeah, yeah. Anyways, it looks cool. I just like, I was wondering if you, you and your son were like in that range right now because i'm gonna see it i just don't we're not yeah. gonna go to the theater for it so right not yeah after bowser oh, scared my daughter so oh yes bowser <laughs> yeah we went we did see the super mario bros movie in the theater and we didn't have any problems with bowser he he wasn't scared of that so he was able to handle that um but that one's also like my son's older than your daughter and I think it's cartoonish right. enough to not be creepy, you know, where Bowser's yeah, still a bad for guy, sure. but right. he understands the video game too. He's like, yeah, Bowser's bad. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. He's right. like got a good grasp sure. on like what the Mario world is. So it doesn't freak him out that already. bad. You know, he's Yeah, this known. wasn't his like first introduction to it really. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but, but yeah, dude, I, I would like to see it in theaters if, you know, if I had my choice over which movie we were going to go to and like, I wasn't thinking about him at all. It was more like if he would like it and I want to see a movie, like this is the one we would go to, but Mm -hmm. just that creepy factor has me nervous. Yeah. I gotcha. Cause we haven't, we haven't really caused much of nightmares, but he has had some. Because 
my nephew introduced him to like YouTube shorts. Now he knows how to pull that shit up. Oh, and he just like scrolls and does weird stuff. And he's been watching this skibbity toilet. Oh, God, I don't even want to hear anymore. Don't don't talk about it more. I don't even want to put their name. I don't know what it is, but like, well, I'll just tell you, don't even look at it. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's a guy's head in a toilet, but it's it's like 3D animated. Oh, my God. And it just has like a like a earworm style thing that it keeps going with it. Yep. And and because he's like on that realm of shorts, he scrolls through and they get creepier and creepier. Some people put like spider legs on that thing and it's like creeping and like kind of no. poking around a building and no. then like charges the screen and stuff. You're giving him like, too much airtime. <laughs> that's why I was like, dude, you can't be. Well, it's just all stupid. Don't look into any of it. Yes. Like nobody. it's just dumb. Look into, don't Do not look waste your time. Up. It's going to screw up your algorithm too. Don't be right. going in there because then it's going to start feeding you this garbage. Right. It's terrible <clears throat> and it's stupid and it's not even like gross or you'd be like oh what's terrible about it it's just really bad it's yeah it it's no talent garbage it, that it for some feels, reason children like yeah it feels horrible it's like oh i'm trying to think of a like a good analogy it's like circus peanuts it has no nutritional value and it has no, oh. it doesn't even taste good but for yeah. some reason it just appears to be candy so kids <laughs> like it but right. it's actually just a total piece of shit from top to bottom yeah it's like it's like candy corn for some reason there's this thing <laughs> and people are talking about it and people are just like well we should we should check it out right or like you know we should leave some of this out shouldn't we like no don't no. put out that wax shit flavored garbage what are you doing <laughs> give me real candy <laughs> nobody wants that stuff Why, who wants Tiny unwrapped triangles. Give me wrapped candy I know is safe. What are you doing? Get right. out of here with this. And it's always delicious when it's individually wrapped. There's just something yeah. about that. <laughs> and if you like candy corn, whatever. My wife likes candy corn. I know some people like it, but honestly, it's the, like the worst candy. But so it's, the worst. it's the worst. It's the worst. Fucking just eat it. Just like that thing cream. I was talking about, and I'm not going to say the name again. Yeah. That's the only thing my son's ever had like bad dreams about. Oh, well then see, that's not even on you. All right, dude. Let's do it. Let's do what we do. And kick off the podcast 10 minutes in to the fishing news. <laughs> hey, sometimes that's what we do in the first Sometimes part. you just jump in and you know, you do a little bit of that. Uh We didn't even that this, was not planned. We don't we, we don't plan much, you know. Yeah. This is a little bit. There's a rough outline and then we just wing it. Yeah. But what's up with the fishing news? It's better man? that way. Got? Not too much happening in the fishing news today, but I thought it was a good one. It's very Minnesota specific all the way around one, but we've talked about it a lot. You're a walleye fisherman. I have to bring it up. It's one more keeper. No, not one more um, keeper. It's, relaxed, it's, right? it's uh, to be exact, it's two more ways you can keep a walleye on Malax. Uh, for a quick backstory, Malax is uh was famous, is famous walleye lake, giant, giant, giant fucking lake in the middle of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yep. Super famous tourist destination shit. You know, a lot of yes. wouldn't you say that like a, there's an economy around the walleye up there? There's an economy not only around the walleye, but now you're talking 
muskies, and smallmouth. It is a world-class muskie fishery, smallmouth, and walleye. Nice. So that being, it's just a big lake, but it's not ridiculously deep. There's structure everywhere. Mm -hmm. So you can find fish in certain spots, and it's not like ridiculously crowded there's not boats on top of boats everywhere right. you know some spots are hotter than others but you right. can, there's chances all over the place and it's a massive lake yeah absolutely you know, gigantic and so yeah it pulls all this things in but lately it's had uh the dnr's had to take a drastic <laughs> drastic measures we'll say on that lake and you can only keep one walleye on it which you know is new in what the last five years roughly tim maybe a little more i don't know but it's it's pretty it might it might have only been like the last like three or four somewhere okay yeah and it's and it's one walleye just to specify one walleye per person it's a limit per person so like you have five people right go out you you can catch five walleye which is still enough fish for everybody you don't really need to go that crazy anyways we've talked about limits and how they don't need to be five per person right. anyways right. but i hear that the fishing out there is still phenomenal like yeah people go exactly. out there and just catch a ton of walleyes i guess they must just not like what they're seeing with the smaller numbers yeah. like all the fish are getting big and they're nervous for some reason i don't know but the crazy thing is, is i hear people going out there and they're just like we caught like 40 today and you're like what Everybody Whoa. I hear go out there like catches a ton. No kidding. And then they're not allowed to keep any. So I just yeah. I don't quite understand. But maybe it's just because they have so many people fishing the bottle bodies of water that they're mm. like, um, yeah, you guys are able to keep like catch so many that if you guys all started keeping your fill, uh, things would get really ugly really quick. I think that's what's going on because what they did is starting August 1st. So that's why, you know, we're, we're in, in August now. So I thought this was a really good time to bring it up is starting August 1st, they changed the slot limit. And that's what I, why I said there's two reasons <laughs> because they literally changed it oh, from yeah. uh 21 inch to a 23 inch. Okay. And I was like, so, or they went from, sorry, they went from 20, to 23 inches you can keep it used to be uh let me backtrack that (laughs) there's one walleye that you can keep and i i did the math wrong because i suck at math and talking at the same time so there's one there is seriously there's one reason for you to go to malax and catch now you can keep a 20 to 23 inch or one longer than 28 because it's one limit you still only get your choice between one in the 20 to 23 slot or one that's Mm -hmm. over 28 the previous limit was 21 to 23 inches i'm like what the hell difference is one inch gonna make but the article of course written by the dnr is like no that opens up a pretty big window and the way you were just talking about how yeah. people are still out there slaying them, you being a walleye fisher, I mean, what is one, what is going from 20, what is it making us making this smaller by one inch? You know, does it, what is that? Cause to me, I'm like, who, what? I think you're just, you're just opening it up to a larger window, you know, 
Like it's just yeah. It the amount of fish that you're allowed like that you have a chance at keeping now has expanded mm-hmm. pretty drastically when you add that inch because of how yeah. many fish are probably like closer to that 20 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I catch decent sized fish, they seem to fall in that range of like oh. 19 to like 22 somewhere okay. there is okay. like the, the like decent sized fish that I catch a lot of times. So I could see, uh-huh. you know, like, Oh, that one's 19. Can't keep it. But then you're talking, you know, I got 21, 22, Somewhere in there. Pretty, so maybe right. just on that lake, that's just kind of like, you know, I, it seems weird to me that that's <clears throat> the numbers. Like you can keep one there. I don't know why you couldn't keep them smaller than that. You know, I got to think they're, they're trying like to grow, these... <clears throat> grow them, right? Yeah. Maybe it's like an age thing where they're like, those fish are younger and we think that they'll be able to live longer and we're looking down the road. Right. Um, but I don't know. I would, I would like to try to figure it out. And then, you know, one over 28 is like, I'm keeping one to put on the wall. You know, right. That's yeah. A, yeah. That's your big fish. You don't want to take fish. the people who are going for the trophies. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't say like, I'm not a ridiculously well-versed walleye fisherman. I've been getting right. into it pretty heavily through the last couple of years, but my personal right. best is 26, you know? Right. And that's a six and a half pound walleye. 28 oh is, you know, you're talking, you're getting so, close to that 10 pound range. Right. Holy. So shit. maybe, maybe like, uh, maybe like eight pounds, 10, somewhere in there, but like a 30, 30 inch fish, you're starting to get into, you know, well over double digits right and those yep. fish get big big that's when they, they start, start to change shape and colors and shit they I start, think, isn't it yeah they start to get round they start to look almost like different fish yeah like yep. when you cut like 26 to like 28 like some of those are just like meaty big fish mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when you start getting over that it's like when you see a monster bass where some mm. of them are just tanks, Tanked dude. They're like out. their yeah. their stomachs are bigger, and you're just like, "Damn, dude, that fish is massive!" <laughs> right, so. right. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. Uh, it did say that the the perch population seemed up. So and oh, that's I know. Good. Yeah, you've been kind of connecting dots, and maybe we'll talk about it. You know, in a couple other ep- in a couple episodes, but. Um, yeah, they, they kind of alluded to like the, the perch are up. So that should help. It might be a little bit harder to catch walleye than what you were used to. Cause you might be catching perch is kind of the way that they wrote it. Oh, but sure. also perch population up while yeah. I eat perch, like you kind of got yourself like the makings of a good scenario there to grow the walleye population back quickly, hopefully. Right. Yeah. And there's there's smaller perch and there's bigger perch and like I've always heard like if you're catching fish in a school they almost like try to school like with similar size fish oh so if you're catching some small ones they're chasing you know you might be close to some walleyes that are eating these smaller perch oh. but I think they have jumbos on Malax like you get pretty big perch out there oh, okay and Makes that's sense. just as just as good of eating and right 
I think the limit on those is like 10 per person. I've never went out and we've always had, you know, like three, four people in the boat. So we've never kept 30, 40 fish. So I right. haven't even yeah. had to check. <laughs> so. Yeah. You've never just like taken your share, so to say in quotes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Way too much. So, yeah. All right. Well, that was it. I just wanted to, I know it's very Minnesota specific, but it's like, it's a big deal, something we keep talking about here because it just keeps Minnesota talking, really, when you think about it. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. Well, let's let's jump over to the fishing topic. Oh, shit. No, no. Uh, housekeeping, housekeeping. I got to do some housekeeping here. All right. Dude, remember the shark episode? Like, a few episodes back and I was like, sharks are crazy, right? Like, what's up with sharks? Like, yeah, they're fish, yeah. but you only call them but they're like the only thing that's sharks. And then we we ended up talking about rays and like rays are fish. Eels yeah. are fish. There's two things right yeah. there that are fucking fish. And they just like totally off the radar that I couldn't think about while we were talking about sharks. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> right. I just yeah. thought about that randomly. Hey. Oh, well. It's, I, I do that a lot. Then like the next day I go, shit, I forgot about that. So if you guys ever are listening and you catch us doing that, you yeah. call us out, hit yeah. us up, let us know. We'll bring it back. Yeah. And be like, Hey, For I sure. just want to touch on this part. And you know, and since I'm saying that right now, I know you were talking about housekeeping, but when we get into this, this fishing stuff, I'm going to be talking about jigs. There's a lot of stuff to be talking about here. And if I miss anything or you have questions on anything, please feel free to drop a line or whatever. Like even if it's yeah. on any of the social medias, I'll hit you right back and give you the answer. Yes. We'll, we'll get, you know, right away or we'll touch on it on the podcast, but we'll, we'll make sure to address whatever questions you have because there's so much I'm, sh I'm not going to touch on all of it. I can't, there's too much, but if right. you have a specific question, let us know. So that's kind of a yeah. housekeeping thing. Oh, that's too, perfect. Is, that's you know, exactly what socials. housekeeping is for. Yeah. Exactly yeah. what housekeeping is for. Like, go to Twitter or wait, it's called X now. Fuck, I gotta update that anyways. Um oh, go yeah, to go to that that platform that is used to be Twitter, whatever. Doesn't matter. Go to realaf.tv. You'll find all the social media links right there. You also go to realaf.tv slash contact. Bam. You can email us directly, please. Hit us up if we miss anything or goof like that. We might read it in the next podcast. We'll definitely correct anything that we fuck up. And I would also like to say thank you to all of the YouTube people again. And that is youtube.com slash at realaftv. You guys are killing it over there. And I am only going to oh do the last thing. And that is this is a podcast that drops every other week. Remember, there's a, uh, every other Monday is the big drop. And then on the off week, you got Wednesday and Friday where we drop the fishing topic Wednesday and we got the random topic on the Friday. If you want to keep it short, that's the way to do it. Otherwise, join the big podcast every other Monday. Share that with your friends. Let them know. Now, <laughs> we will jump into... Yeah the fishing topic which i'm going to title it beginning lure guide volume two we have some things on the dock a little behind the scenes stuff we have more than one on the dock are we going to get to more than one who the hell knows 
because we are going to try to stay to our one hour fishing topic. <laughs> so, Tim, jigs. Yes. We touched on it a little bit in volume one over in uh, episode 67, right at the end. It was like, okay, look, this is also what I have on the dock. Okay. Let's talk about it quick. And you were like, okay, yep. And you, you go off a little bit and you talk about some football jigs and tungsten and all this stuff. And you're like, we were just like, okay, we have to wrap this up. <laughs> right. This is going to get, we could go on for another long time. We need to move this over to a volume two. <laughs> That's a good way of saying it for another long time. <laughs> so before we jump straight in, I have yeah. one question that came up in my research. <clears throat> Is this something, are jigs, something that requires skill? Is it something that can be easy to start but hard to master you know like what are we what are we getting into here with this because holy shit man the the range that these things run and what you catch with them and everything i was like for me this is an ice fishing jig you just drop down a hole like this is just right. a weight and a hook and you just drop it down a hole and you wait that's yeah. my experience with jigs and i'm doing this research and i'm thinking okay tim can you tell me is this a skill thing that's like master level type lure or are we looking at a, a situation that's easy to start, hard to master? What, what, what one is it? Is, am I even on the right page? It, it is. <laughs> oh, it's kind of hard to answer. It is easy to start and it is hard to master. And it, Okay. Part of that is because there are so many different types of jigs that some are easier to use than others. Okay. And so it is like that. Definitely certain styles of jigs, you have to have the right gear to be able to use it because you can't just use anything. It, and then okay. other ones are like you can put it on whatever you want and it will work because it is like you're saying an ice fishing style jig. So you can be dealing with like lighter tackle and smaller stuff, but it, it definitely, there are so many variations of jigs mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. many different ways to fish everything. Mm -hmm. And then so many different things that you can put on your jigs that change what you're doing oh and how God. you're fishing it. That just yeah. like, like, <laughs> so, dude, since this is the beginner guide, I do want to just, I did it, I did it in volume one, but I got to do it here again, of course, is to put it simple. Like I said, the ice fishing thing is this is a weight of some sort, right. like a round weight of some sort, typically round, but there can be different shapes. And then it has a hook just embedded in it. And it's just a single regular hook. Yeah, for anybody over on YouTube, Tim's holding up what to me is very standard. It's a it's just a barbed hook, barbed fishing hook. Yes. And a weight at the end that would typically be the well, it's the opposite of the hook. <laughs> I don't know right. hook anatomy. But it's so simple. Like yeah. at its simplest form, it's a weight and a hook. Boom. It's just a right. hook stuck into a weight and you tie your line straight to the weight. Simple. Yep. Yeah. So it now is. Now why is it not that simple? <laughs> <laughs> because when you, you get down spot. to. 
No, no, I totally get it. When you get down to it, we are talking about the shape of the weight part makes a difference. And the strength and the shape of the hook makes a difference. Whether or not it has a weed guard makes a difference. Um, There's a lot of different things that go into it that change a lot of different stuff and how you use it. And then there's also Mm -hmm. things that completely turn a jig almost into another bait when you start adding blades and stuff. So it just adds this whole world. Right now, I know we're talking about beginner stuff, so we'll just be kind of just like be trying to touch on like what these all are. I'm not going to try to like break down absolutely everything, right? But okay, yeah. So I don't have good, great good examples of everything. Yeah. So yeah, I, I no, I, I agree with you there. Like, one, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, since I held up this first one, I think maybe I'll just talk about this one first and just kind of. Because this one's almost more basic. And I have another example to kind of show you a difference of things. But so this one, although it seems a little bit more basic, it is not like your traditional jig. You know, some of these jigs, let me show you. Let me show you one. Is it because that one for the people who aren't on YouTube, but this one's going to be a good visual one. Tim's going to have some good visuals. Right. and I'll try, I'll do is my it because... best to explain what we're looking at. Oh, okay. I'm jumping in then. I'll let oh. you go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You ask your question. I think it's best for me to try to answer questions and then I'll try to also okay. talk about other stuff. Yeah. So the one that you held up right away, you know, where I said it's just a weight with a hook in it and tried to be yeah simple. You said yep. it's not traditional though because of the shape. It, it kind of, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It almost had like yeah, a fish so... head shape. Exactly. Exactly. So let me oh. show you this and then I'll go back to that one real quick. So this is more of like a panfish style jig. It's been around for mm-hmm. every ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, people refer to this as a flu flu jig. <laughs> oh, really? Where it gets its name from. I don't know. I didn't look into it. But this jig, not only have they been around forever, this one's been around forever. This jig is old <laughs> as hell. That's I have so a lot funny. of old stuff that I like to ca- <laughs> like collect. Yeah, this one's very old. And it's in pretty good shape for how old it is. Kind of like I like this one a lot because this one has a little bit of tinsel in here. You can kind of see the the shininess of that with the white background. It's kind of hard to see, but this yellow is actually feathers, like real feathers. Oh, it's real feathers. Yeah. So this one, it's uh, because it's more of a like a finesse style, smaller jig. Those feathers, those little fibers and stuff. Even when it's not moving, the smallest little currents in the water have those feathers moving and stuff. So you can right. you can almost put that on a on a jig or like on a line and let it sit even underneath the bobber with nothing on. It still has a little bit of movement on a on a uh-huh. day where it's hard to catch fish and stuff, that tiny bit of movement can get them to bite. Like they'll just swim up to it, stare at it for a while mm-hmm. and then decide. But you can see that this one is literally just a ball you know it is and that line tie i don't know if you can really see that too well yeah but that line tie is like directly on top of it yeah so you have a ball with a line tie directly on top of it because that one is made to be kind of just pulled you know like 
wiggle like that and just kind of jump up and down almost. Okay. But you could cast it out. You could fish that off the bottom. You could do a bunch of different stuff. It gives you more options and stuff. But like this one is actually made to fish with like a swim trailer. Oh, yeah. So, so the, the first line one, the, the, the yellow one that you had with the feathers on it, it's just, yeah. I mean, it's like fishing weight. When you fish with a bobber, you just snap one of those, uh, you crimp one of those round weights on your line. Yeah. It was like that. And then it just had a hook and feathers coming out of the weight. Like, right. Totally what I exactly pictured as a, as a jig. For me, that's my impression of a jig. Yeah. Now it makes sense because we were ice fishing. You drop it down a hole with a, you know, minnow on it or not even a minnow, but a night crawler even. And the feathers are doing half the work. The worm's sending out the scent almost. Sure. Yeah. And and you could put whatever you want on there. You could put a different bait. You could put a soft plastic on there if you wanted to. Sure. Um, back in the day, I don't know how many soft plastics they were really using. I knew they had some, but I don't think they really had the like uh, scented versions like we had. I think they had right. You know, little paddle tail or uh, like right. curly tail grubs curly that tail. would wiggle yeah. around. That's uh, curly tail is kind of like this. This was a different thing that I had there. You oh know, boy, that's kind of that's. That's kind of off topic. Uh, I'll get to that. No, yeah, it's bit, okay. But, yeah, go back to the but, the very yeah. first one you held up. You said you this like one with the fish head shaped. Yeah. Wait. So on you it. see how the line tie is not directly oh, on the yeah. top here, and it's uh -huh. in the front. It's because this one is being pulled through the water. This one is designed mm. to fish. This is a much smaller. This is a pretty big jig head right here. Yeah. So this soft plastic bait is way smaller than what you should be having on there but you can see when i put that on there it's got like this paddle tail yep this is a paddle tail grub i keep forgetting to describe this for the people not on youtube so it's like a, a paddle tail um uh like a swim bait soft minnow soft yeah. plastic mm -hmm. and then you can put that on the hook and then like this one you cast out and you just reel it in and that this bait does all or like the tail does all the work and mm. you could drop that down and mm -hmm. it would land and it would, you know, you could jig it off the bottom. You can cast it out. You can straight retrieve it, you know? So that's where, that's why it's easy to use. Like you could literally put this on this jig head, cast it out and reel it in and just start reeling. Do nothing <laughs> but that. Just cast it out and reel it no. in. Do it over and over. You can catch fish. Yeah. Because the hook days. comes right out of the head of the, or like the mid back, like where a fin would be, right? Like where yeah. the dorsal fin would be. Right. And it's balanced in such a way, you know, like it stands still kind of when it's on the bottom. Yes. I see what you're, now that it's flat it's, on your hand like that, it's at like a, what, 30 degree angle maybe. So you can yeah. see how it would keep the soft plastic off the bottom. Yeah. So well, if you wanted to go down. There. Yeah. Yeah, so if you wanted to go down, it would help a little bit. But this this is just, this is more of like an open water thing too because there's no weed guard here. A oh. lot of jigs So between have, the, like, the hook's just wide open is what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. this is actually a weed guard. That mohawk. And when a fish bites, <laughs> that will f fold down, you know. So that's yeah. stopping weeds from hitting it. But if a fish bites, that'll fold down and they'll be able to get that hook right there. So what is Because the way I'm looking at it is like the jig weight is is like the head of the fish almost, right? 
and it's got this really, yes. really vertical mohawk on it. What is that made out of? Like, well, how does it keep it? Because it looks so soft still. How does it keep it actually weedless is my question. Some of them are made out of like a thin wire. Some of them are made out mm. of fluorocarbon. Um, oh. So it depends. It's like some of them are just kind of like a plastic. I don't necessarily know all the materials, but a lot of them are like this kind of green color where it kind of blends in. Um, yeah. With everything. It's pretty this dark. This is a swim it... jig. This is a swim jig as well. This is a completely different design. So this one has a line tie. You can just see the hole in there. If you look through, right you can see out the, the white front of the dot. That's the hole. Yeah, it's like, like a nose the on the fish it. almost. Yeah. So this one is a skirted swim jig. So. I should Where's say the skirt. Oh, that I see it. It's in your hand. The swim jig. Huh? The skirt. I was like, where's the skirt on it? But it's in your hand. Oh, yes. I'll show you that too. So the skirted jig. You're talking. This is a skirt. Yeah. Jig head is in my fingertips. Yeah. And then a skirt is literally like. A bunch of small rubber it's like a car uh, essentially wash. you know it's like a soft plastic when it's off yeah yeah kind of yeah where it's just drooping there <laughs> yeah like those yeah. things that spin around to clean your car for sure but yeah it's uh yeah <laughs> it, some of them are some of them are cut finer than others so some of that plays a role too and a lot of the skirted jigs you'll see it's like your jig head and then uh-huh. it'll just be the skirt like to right there so it's just past the hook but like this swim okay. jig has extras in the middle where it's a little bit thinner because that gives more of the profile of a bait fish you know oh. where like the tail gets thinner. okay so yeah. your your main reason for a skirt is to add bulk oh you're, really you're talking yeah because when you're talking this jig i can do the same thing right you're talking this jig and you put, yeah. whoops, I dropped the, the one that you said we were talking, talking about with the jig, soft plastic. Yeah. And you put that soft plastic on it. You can see how that's just a head and a bait now. So it looks just like a minnow and that's about it. Now, right. if I wanted to make it look like something more, I could take this swim jig. I could put that trailer on it and just look in oh the, Oh my God. How much, how much more, you know, this isn't like the greatest example of how I'm holding it up, but you can see just how much more bulk there is. And that's, that's, yeah. so almost and, all on. of these skirted <clears throat> You keep jigs, going, sorry. I got a question, but I got to oh, clear my throat. Okay. Keep going, sorry. So, almost all of these skirted jigs here are bass jigs that you need to have different setups to fish properly. But a swim mm -hmm. jig like this, for the most part, you can put it on most things and be able to cast it. Now, this one is like relatively heavy. This one's kind of a big head. So oh, yeah. that one's going to have some weight. And you can see too, like this one, this is a side note. We don't need to be getting into the weeds. But if you're wondering, right? if you're looking on YouTube, that has a right. blade, like a spinner blade underneath it. Yep. Referred to as like an 
your spin. So this one also has a blade giving it some flash on the underside. So you can cast that out and retrieve it. And that's all you really need to do. And, yeah. Uh, so with that one. When you were, when you were talking about adding bulk to it, cause you just, you did say bass, which is the one thing. Cause again, back to the go all, going all the way back to the beginning is I've been, it's panfish. It's always been panfish. You put a little one on some feathers and, you know, make it stink and you catch panfish. Sure. So when I learned during my research on this and I learned like, oh, no, this is totally a bass fishing thing. I was like, oh, holy shit. These things must get big. <laughs> and yeah. you were talking about adding bulk to it. And that must come down to like, there is something in fish. We don't have a full scientific explanation for or whatever, but there seems to be something in fish. And you said it, you say it all the time where they like kind of know the amount of energy they have to expel to make mm. that fish worth it right and yep. so the first one you showed where it was that that full more fish uh head shape and it had the tie kind of in the front and you were putting the soft plastic on it it's like that yeah. just looked like a minnow and yeah. it was open water and it just looked like a minnow almost mm -hmm. now compare that to your big the bigger one that you were the swim jig and yeah. you put the minnow on it now we're talking about something that went from a minnow to like a small sunny right size. This, is, this is literally the colors are even like a bluegill it's kind of like bluish and green on the top oh, and then there's yeah, some orange on are. the bottom this is a bluegill like style bait that's what it's there to replicate so okay. you're that this swim bait is uh designed to replicate like a bluegill um or you know sunfish some of the bright orange you know pumpkin seed whatever it might be there's so many different species of, Types of bluegill right so uh yeah definitely you're just you're trying to replicate different baits and then sometimes you can just go off the freaking walls with them <laughs> they, don't, they, they don't need to replicate anything it just needs to look like a creature oh uh, sure it's the terms of creature baits right. where they're just like you know, the fish may think it's this or may think it's that, but bottom line is it sees it moving. It assumes it's alive. It has mm -hmm. some girth to it. And it's right. just like, I don't know what that is, but I'm eating it, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> so when you're talking about like skirted jigs, yeah, those are made for bass. Okay. Those are designed for bass. The skirted jigs, well, I've caught plenty Northerns on them. Sure. I'm sure you could probably catch a muskie. I've never had a walleye bite a skirted jig before. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, I think they like more like slender profile, something sure. that's not so bulky. I don't know mm -hmm. for sure, but I've never caught one. I'm sure somebody out there has done it before, but it's definitely not what they're made to go after. Right. And with skirted jigs, there's a whole bunch of different shapes and sizes so just know basically when you're talking skirted jigs you're going for bass and this skirted jig is a little bit longer because it's a swim jig but if you cut it off like mm -hmm. right there that's right. what most of them are if you can see if i move that over you can see the hook, the hook and it normally comes like just past the hook yeah so it kind of so helps with... hide the hook too a little yeah, that well, yeah, hide the hook. Perfect transition into what I was going to ask is, is do you just throw that out? I mean, do you have to put anything on that? Do you put 
power do you put stink bait on it do you put a trail on it like or can you just throw that out like it is you might be able to catch a fish if you were just throwing it out but for sure they're all designed to have a trailer on it and you should because you know it does give more life to it and i don't i've never fished a jig without a trailer of some sort and a trailer is the like you always put a soft plastic on it right that's what a trailer is really yeah a soft plastic uh when you're talking like a skirted jig you there are jigs that are made for live bait when you're talking walleyes and stuff because you can fish a jig in a minnow so Uh, like early in the year you could put a fathead minnow on your jig and you can go catch it you can put a crappie minnow on a smaller jig and go catch crappies perch is a great way to catch perch and Mm -hmm. stuff so if you're using live bait but the big the big part about live bait too is like you should really only be using live bait on fish you plan on keeping you know i you could definitely put a fathead minnow Mm. on a skirted jig and go and catch a bass but your odds of them swallowing it because it's a real minnow are a lot higher than you know if they bite okay a skirted jig with a soft plastic on it a lot of times they'll eat it and they'll hold it they won't initially swallow it but when you have a live minnow and they eat it and it's mm. wiggling around in their mouth like they know this is a live fish it's moving mm-hmm. when they eat a fake bait mm-hmm. i think they they don't know right away they have to be like is this real and then when it doesn't move right. they'll spit it out a lot of times they will yep. not swallow a fake bait so it, that's why right. people, you hear somebody being like, oh, I missed that one. Because they'll bite it, but they'll spit it back out right away. And they can do that mm. remarkably well when they're sucking in the bait and spitting it out <laughs> without getting the hook in their mouth. Like if you don't set the hook, it's crazy how easily they can spit it out and how easy it is to hook yourself. Huh. Like it's just, it's not always hard. <laughs> like you don't, you don't, you don't really hook your fingers bad. But you poke yourself every once in a while and you're just like, how do you, right. you know, what the heck? How did, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> how the hell but are I, they doing that? <laughs> how, how in the hell? So this is kind of hard to see a little bit here, but that's kind of like the bait keeper. There's just kind of like a, a spike right there. So you would, you would thread up on near the soft jig plastic head up and there. The hook. Yeah. So it would go over. This isn't the best example. I should say we didn't really touch on it at all. Um, I have a lot of really good stuff that I could have shown. All of it's up north. I don't have, I went through my garage and just found what I could to show. (laughs) So I have all of these jigs, but I don't have any with me. So we're just trying to give a little visual to make you understand what I'm talking about. If you would like to see that stuff. If not, I'm doing my best to try to explain stuff. And I know that I'm going to miss things or I'm not going to explain some of it or I'll forget to explain it all together. So again, if you have any questions, hit us up and be like, what was it? Show me a picture. I'll send you a picture of my, no, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) No, never mind. (laughs) But seriously, yes. Thank you for saying that in the middle of the topic though, because, uh, you know, if you're getting this on the Wednesday, um, you miss all of the fun shenanigans at the beginning and we didn't even record this part, but yeah, Tim, there was like 15 minutes of prep because Tim just starts going, pulling out tackle boxes. And he's like, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get this one for the podcast. And then, well, I just grabbed this. And 
it was just some stuff I had lying in the garage and he's got like five or six. Ta- I'm just laughing my ass off. I'm like, oh my God, you said most of your shit's up north. And I like one of those five is more tackle than I have. <laughs> this is great. I do have a, uh, I do okay. have stuff that I keep here Back to, to fish the river with. <clears throat> right. Right. So, so, Okay, let's yeah. get back to jigs quick. I, I want to go to size again because yes. I want to hear what you have to say about this and in, in, in buying them. Um, dude, I saw as small as one fortieth of an ounce up to one and a half ounces. And I was like, damn. Okay, first of all. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, dude. One fortieth of an ounce. You have some so small ice first, jigs. Yeah. I'll just say that... It might not look that big. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I have, I have very... We got a little delay. I have small jigs. I don't think any of them... Yeah, there's a delay here. I don't know when that started, but it's okay. here. <laughs> so, um, the 140th is crazy small, and I'm... I'm sure that there's just a little tiny baby jig for like panfish in the ice. I don't have that. But speaking of like bigger jigs, Mm -hmm. I think you can even go past Mm -hmm. one and a half ounces. But this one here might not look like it's much. This is a big freaking jig. And this one I think is an ounce. It's I think it's a full ounce. Mm -hmm. Listen, you hear that shit? I dropped it as a a heavy jig. (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> but so <laughs> oh I, no, I was trying to drop it. I wanted you guys to hear it. So uh when we're talking about the different sizes, definitely the sizes play a role in the different fish that you're going for, but the type of bait or you know, soft plastics or whatever you're trying to put on there too plays a role in what kind of jigs you're looking for because the hook length is also actually different. Now, I'm not trying to, like, give an advertisement, but these, I've been really feeling these lately. These are the <laughs> the Northland uh, tungsten. Shit is not cheap, dude, because it's tungsten. But these work yeah, so dude. good. They're so worth it. I just have to make sure I have my leader material on and try not to lose them. These are a right. bummer when you lose because these this two pack is like six ninety nine or something. That's for two jigs. So these are like you know three dollars and fifty cents a jig. Mm. So that one hurts when you're losing them, which tungsten. you know they're yeah. not all that much. But these right. jigs are phenomenal because they're tungsten. The size of them, this is a quarter ounce, which is not small but like oh. early in the year my kind of go-to earlier earlier in the year for walleyes and stuff a lot of times i'm using like eighth ounce and i'll go to like a quarter ounce a little mm. bit later in the year other people do different things but like this is just what i like because of how i like to fish them and this i've been using in the weeds and the big benefit oh. to using oh. this in the weeds is you know how we were talking about shape and stuff with the round ones mm-hmm. I have round jig heads that don't come through the grass well. Look how thin that is. What? I thought it was just going to be a ball. To like, no, so it's it's round. Let's see if it. 
profile it's like that but then when you turn it sideways it's definitely a lot skinnier and this it's thing so comes thin. through the weeds it comes through the weeds really really well like when i lift it i can feel what it's doing some of the other jigs oh. that i've had when i go to lift it to jig, like rip it through the weeds I yeah. kind of lose it. I'm not, I'm just feeling all the weeds. I'm feeling extra weight. And I don't really know necessarily what's going on. Mm-hmm. And this plays such a big role because uh, in our next episode, we chatted about it a little bit and we'll talk about how uh, some of my fishing has been going lately. Yeah. And I've talked about it on the past and where I was having trouble finding some of the big walleyes on my lake and stuff because I'm finding the smaller ones hiding out and i think i just catch so many damn small ones i bet there's bigger ones in there but i think the small ones are more aggressive Mm -hmm. and they're in the more open water i've been finding bigger fish in the weeds (laughs) 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 i like that my my personal best came from in the weeds and then i caught a 22 inch in the weeds like and i've nice. been catching some like decent size eater fish and stuff and it's uh-huh. because i'm finding them in the weeds nice and it's a lot to do with this profile of jig so that's where some of this comes into too like there are because you might walk down the aisle and be like there's so many different jigs they're all quarter ounces what am i looking at oh. well the profiles and different a quarter ounce, I wish I had one of the ones to show you. The Callens is another one that I use where it's a Callens. Um, He's looking. He might have one. <laughs> no, I don't. I Who do knows have what's one. here? There could be I, one. <laughs> I have one for sure. But that was a really good point there that just really hit for me where you said, oh, look at all these. They're all a quarter ounce. But there's differences in them. Like this tungsten one that you were just pulling up from Northland is like, I thought it was just going to be a round ball in the package. Totally thought it was going to be a round ball. You turn it sideways, blew my mind. That's the short shank too. Like if you're watching on YouTube, I'm putting my finger up there. You can see that it's like the hook to like, I don't know, just past my first knuckle. Yeah. So it's not much over an inch. So that shank doesn't go that far back. So depending on the bait you're using, like if I was planning on using like a five inch long shad, it might not be the best hook to have on there mm-hmm. because of how, you know, it would just kind of be awkward. Sure. But this short shank is like, I think it's money for what I'm fishing because it's not getting hung up in much and stuff. There's not as much area for the, the weeds to kind of get like mm. between my line and the shank itself, uh-huh. I think my line is almost working as a weed guard a little bit because the line itself is so close to the point of the hook. Mm. I might be wrong there, but that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. So that, that's I crazy. Mean, yeah. So that's been working really well in the weeds. <clears throat> and so to size, get back, right? To for size and stuff, but I want to say like two. Okay when we were talking about like moving the different eyelets and stuff. Oh yeah. Best thing for you to do is when you think that you want to fish for a certain fish or whatever, Mm -hmm. go and try to look that stuff up. I know that like, um, MLF actually has great articles on their website. Mm. And one of them, like, cause I was just kind of 
you know, looking around and stuff and trying to um, get better visuals. And I was like, no, I can't. That's just, I shouldn't be showing their pictures. Like, that's right, not, right, right. Plagiarism. So, but like they have Bass Fishing 101, choose the right jig. Mm-hmm. And it literally mm-hmm. like lays it all out for you where it's talking about swim jig, which is what we touched on. You know, like those, I showed yep. a couple examples of that because that's what I have here. Yep. And that's one that I like to fish in the river because the river with the current is more of like a cast and retrieve. I can't jig it too much because there's a lot of rocks and you could jig in the rocks, but that rip wrap that I fish a lot, I lose so many things in there that I'm just like, I'm not even trying to jig. Like it might be a beneficial way to try to fish this, but I'm not Uh trying to lose stuff constantly, you know? So I'll just, (laughs) I'll just fish a different way and try to keep my stuff off the rocks. Right. Um, but if you wanted to get on the rocks, when we're talking about like a skirted jig, I'll just run down a couple of different things so you know, because there's different. A football jig is literally the shape of like a football head. That mm-hmm. one's made to be worked like through rocks and stuff. Like you cast it out and you just oh. kind of, you can drag it across rocks. And then you would put like a creature bait or a crawfish trailer. And then that's what you're kind of mimicking something just kind of like walking oh. across the rocks. Or a crawfish kind of swimming across the rocks. When you watch some of the guys fishing, you can kind of learn what they're fishing to by how they're working their rod because you fish these things differently, you know? So sometimes when you see a guy casting out and they're just slowly lifting their rod up, they're fishing like a football jig where it's just kind of like walking across the rocky shores wherever they're at. Or they're fishing a Carolina rig where they're just dragging a worm on the bottom basically or whatever they have rigged up to that. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get into the weeds and say like all the things. That no, cause you be, said rigs, you already said that in the other episode. It's like, yeah. rigs is a whole episode. Trust me on that one. Right. It's like, yep, so I believe when, you. <laughs> right. So when you're watching them, they're just moving it and they're lifting it. So going down the line real quick, like there's just, as I'm looking at this, if you want to go check this out, cause you're curious about, like the skirted jigs, they're talking about the flipping jigs, which is just talking about like basically it's heavier yeah. duty everything because you're flipping stuff around cover, you're flipping stuff around, you know, docks or down trees and stuff. And you want heavier hooks, heavier weed guards, all that different stuff because you're literally casting it or flipping it into some flipping. heavier stuff okay. where you could get hung up on or you could have some issues or if you actually catch a fish, another big reason why you have to have the gear for this stuff, you're not only fighting the fish, you're trying to keep them out of that cover. And if they get around that cover, they get wrapped around that stuff. You have the gear to be able to try to pull them out. You know, like if you're fishing Mm. some sticks, maybe, you know, that, that heavier gauge hook isn't trying to just pull your bass. You're trying to pull that bass like over the log that he swam around after you set the hook or whatever it happens to be right that's worst case scenario you know if you set the hook you're trying not to let them swim at all down into that stuff you're you, watch the pros it's fun because mm-hmm. they'll go oh and as soon as they set it up they go no you stay out of there stay out of there they almost start talking to the fish almost <laughs> every time don't go down there don't you don't do it don't you do it don't you do it <laughs> so, <laughs> so can can you talk about flipping because that was like i had a had a list of things here and i was like 
flipping jig. Like so flipping is kind of like an underhand side toss as far as yeah. Yeah, so f- goes. Uh, uh flipping and pitching, I looked one time cuz I forget what the differences are in the yeah, two different Yeah, so terms. just say the generals both. Yeah. You're good. So it's it's like yeah, you're you're kind of close to cover and what you're doing is you're underhand tossing it with the bait caster and you're setting it down in different spots. Like you're putting it there, you're putting it here because you see a spot that you want to, you know, you think the fish will be there. That's where you want to put it in. And sometimes you won't necessarily like flip it out and then Mm. work it all the way back to the boat. You'll flip it out, bounce it around a little bit where you think there might be a fish. And if it doesn't happen, you reel it back in and flip it again. Oh, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I was I was literally just had my nephew out and I was trying to tell him like high percentage casts, like don't worry about some of this downtime or like the 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 less chance like if you're casting at a dock, yep, and you think that there's a fish underneath the dock, mm-hmm. and you're working a jig, work that jig along the dock and the shade wherever you happen to be next to that where you think the fish is. And then once you get it past that dock and you're out past that dock, unless you know that there's some weeds or some other structure and stuff there, yep. crank that bitch up. Just you get know, it that, in. That okay. last like 30, 40 feet, crank it up and cast at that structure again. Right. Okay. Don't leave it sit there. And that's what that's what the flipping basically is. But like in a way closer, no. uh, you know, some... Yeah. The water clarity can kind of play a role in some of this. Some lakes you can get away with it. Some lakes sure. you got to stay a little bit further back. Sure. But uh, you're just, you know, flipping it. And another reason that you flip a jig is because when you cast, you're launching that thing and it's getting some height. And when it comes in, it splashes. Oh, yeah. When you flip it, if you do it right, you can put it down really gently in the water where it's just a gentle kind of like bloop. You know, like, Mm. and it doesn't spook the fish. There might be fish directly underneath the cover Mm -hmm. and you have that big splash. It might run away. Right. Or even if it doesn't run away, it might kind of swim away from where your jig hit. Right. And if it gently lands in, it might literally turn to be like, what just hit the water? You know, like a frog Mm -hmm. doesn't fall from (laughs) 30 feet up. Right. Good it point. lands Good right point. there. So it's like whatever bait it is for the most part isn't landing that hard. Right. So when you're when you're being more stealthy about it, that really helps out. So and how, oh go ahead. Yeah. How do you know if you're going into a store to buy a flipping jig? How do you know what you're getting into? Like how do you can it does it say flipping jig on it? Or can most you, yeah. Most are getting a lot better about that because in the past, a lot of them would like, they would, you know, talk about, it would, it would still say like the flipping jig or whatever. And some of them, you know, it would talk a little bit about it, but now a lot of them, like you can read the packaging and it will just lay it all out there. Like oh. this jig is designed with the best weed guard and the thickest hook. And, you know, they'll tell you everything. So, okay. um, like, uh, couple episodes past i had shown a jig and the one jig that i had there was like a casting jig and that was like a do-it-all style jig okay which is weird and it makes it kind of hard so some of it's kind of like figuring out what you like too 
um, because some of it's like designed to do a certain thing. And for some reason, like some of it, I just like, you know, personal preference. I just go like, I just, I don't like it for that one. <laughs> like okay. I'll give you a perfect example. There is a punching jig, right? Because punching okay. mats is a thing. When you have lily pads oh. and weeds that grow to the surface, right. it's matted vegetation. It's thick. And a lot of people will fish a frog topwater through that and stuff. Right. But you can punch through the mats. Like if you know that there's like a little hole here, you can let your stuff fall. Okay. They have jigs that are made to punch the mats. But a jig has a head. Yeah. And then it has the hook that comes out like this. Right. And the way it's all set up, the weight is right here. I'll hold this one for this is not one you would use. The weight's right here and the hook is over here. So there's all this There's a lot space. of space for the hook to get caught up on. Yeah. So I got another jig here that makes it a little bit easier to explain this. But this jig, the head and how the hook is shaped, that point is directly over the head. So the way this okay. curve is, like, that's going to go through weeds a little bit better. This one's not designed for that. But, but I like to punch, like, a Texas rig through because I don't think that the jig lines up the hook properly with punching matted vegetation. And uh -huh. I don't think the skirt is necessary when you're punching through matted vegetation, I think that skirt just gets in the way and gives yeah, more okay. stuff to be hung up on, you know? Right. So and my even personal maybe preference... look weird, right? As it bounces off the weeds and shit. Like it's yeah, in open I mean, water. I can see how a skirt is meant to flow and move and like cause uh, a fish brain to just go, Oh, Hey, what the hell's that? Where it probably almost just gets lost in the weeds. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's some of right. the weeds, once you get past that matted vegetation, what? it can actually be a lot of space down there because it's just like the stems of lily pads. Oh, So the matted vegetation is like thick on the surface, but once on you get surface. past that, there can be some open space. So uh, there, okay. there can be a role for it, and it has that bulk, so it might be getting the fish's attention the bigger fish and stuff so i it's all personal preference if you want to roll like that i'm just making the example of that might be perfect for you you might love it that might be something you want to do i prefer to punch texas rigs through a big heavy weight with like a more slimmer uh creature on it and th that i don't need a weed guard for because mm -hmm. i can just bury the hook because it lines up like this now now, this jig is a little bit different style where this one is actually called a pumpkin ed jig. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. You've talked about this a little bit. So this one, like when it sits, that's on the back of my hand and it just sits up. So when it goes to the bottom of the lake, it just stands up like that. Yeah. And this one, you would, it has a little bait keeper here where you literally screw like the worm on the front because this you could fish like a crayfish, but this is more like designed for a worm and you would screw the nose of the worm in here and then bury this hook in the worm itself. So it's like completely weedless. And then the rest oh. of the worm just kind of trails up. So if you get like a bait that actually floats and stuff, you could drop this to the bottom. And like, uh -huh. just like we were talking with the, the feather, if it's a floating one, any current will just make that worm kind of 
wiggle a little just bit and then you wiggle. pop it and then it'll wiggle a little bit and move. And that's kind of the idea behind like a shaky head jig too, which a shaky head is a very finesse, very small jig for fishing bass and stuff. Like the weight itself is way small and you generally fish huh. that kind of jig on a spinning setup because of how light it is. And a lot of fishermen hate it. It's not the funnest way to fish because you <laughs> cast it out and it's called a shaky head. Cause you literally just kind of like move your rod a little bit. And you're like just kind of shaking it and it gives the, like you just vibrate it basically. Yeah. Like it's a finesse and it's, you know, like on a day where like the fish do not want to bite and you just kind of slow it way down and just shake that thing a little bit. You know, it's, it's a very slow way of fishing. You don't cover a lot of ground very fast. Uh-huh. So, so is, it sucks sometimes the, if you don't know where the fish are, but it works really well in certain scenarios. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's difficult. I get it. It's part, it's the hard to master part of the jigs like we kind of talked about at the beginning, right. I think. And yeah. when you say, um, okay, so I'm trying to think of my words that exactly i'm trying to piece together the words but what i'm trying to get at is the the shaky head you said okay you shake it but like is it so is it still solid or is there something about the jig that makes it shake too or like that is designed about the weight itself you know do you get where i'm going yes so it's it's a lot like this it'll be a very oh, that, small that little ball football one again. and then it'll no, have it called sorry yeah pumpkin head this is this is the pumpkin pumpkin head because um it's actually like it was initially called the pumpkin head jig um but this one's called the pumpkin ed because it was designed by edwin evers i think is how you say his last mm-hmm. name is it edwin evers or edwin evers but so that's called the pumpkin ed because edwin so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. you know uh but it's a lot like this. A lot of them are designed where it's a very small head and you screw on the nose of the worm and then you put the worm up and it's a way smaller hook and it doesn't do anything. It's just the way the weight is so small and everything you're really doing everything. So that goes back to being able to like master it by learning the technique, but also the gear like that. You have to have small setup and stuff to Mm -hmm. be able to fish that because you have to be able to feel that small weight and small stuff where vice versa, you can't be using that small stuff to be casting out these big jigs. It's going to be bending your pole. When you try to lift it, your rod's just going to bend. You're not going to be actually able to like lift the jig (laughs) and feel it properly and stuff. So some of it, it really comes down to exactly what you're doing and stuff. Um, Sure. So, and, and there are finesse styles of the skirted jig as well, where the, the ball gets smaller. And then a lot of times those to give it a little bit of extra movement where, when you're trying to go slower and stuff, the skirts will Mm -hmm. actually not only be like, this is a terrible head to try to show you on, but not only be here. Maybe I got a different one. Um, (laughs) Maybe like this flu food jig where it won't, only be tied on the back like you can see that red is tied it'll actually have like like if you had if you had a little bit of those feathers 
like sticking out the front too. Oh. So they'll do that. They'll do that with the rubber skirt where it's a little bit sticking out the front too. They don't do it on all of them, but a lot of them, like the finesse style, mm-hmm. do have the where they'll just tie the skirt. You know, they'll literally just leave like a half inch stick out the front, so it kind of covers up the ball almost. And it, I don't know exactly. Yeah, I don't know what the purpose for that is. Um, I'm sure it just gives it a little bit of movement in the front and the back and, you know, gives it some more life. Right. But there's definitely yeah. smaller versions of those skirted jigs too. And then that kind okay. of gets into the weeds on what kind of gear you're using. Maybe spinning yeah, if it's small yeah. enough. Maybe bait caster and you just have to use a smaller bait caster setup. That's mm-hmm. why... When you see these pros, they have twenty rods and reels, because they're <laughs> they might have like one for a right. small jig, and they want to use the you know a certain jig with a certain bait caster. It's because all these different techniques and all these different jigs can use different rods and reels, right? So right. that's why it gets into the that's weeds of just crazy. like, is it hard to master? And you know, it's like yeah, because to master it you really have to have an arsenal, you know? Right. It's- yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good way of putting it. I, because that was like, I, that was kind of how I had things written down too. in in my notes was, was like, okay, if there's this finesse, cause I kind of understand what finesse is and casting and swimming and, and swimmers and all this stuff. And it, it did seem to me like, this is where the gear comes into play. Like this is a jig is a way to if you're looking at just jigs i'll say that so if you're looking at just jigs right and you want to get good at fishing jigs and you want to fill up your tackle box with jigs you're going to eventually get to a point where you have to start getting into reels and rods and combos and the the what is it uh action of the rod yes yep Right. Yeah. You like this is a jig is fit for all of that stuff, and that's yeah. So you right. you explained it all perfectly, but it was like, yeah, dude, I had that note down as that was one of my main questions. So I just love the way that you answered it. It's like that's why you right. have an arsenal. <laughs> yes. And so now, crazy. I know that about. we're getting. I know that we're getting close to being done with the fishing topic, so I just yeah, want to hit rapid fire. We're just. I'm just gonna hit some different stuff now. Oh, okay. When we're talking about bass fishing, it's all mainly the different skirts uh, have are made of like the same material. Some are like a way finer. Sometimes when you're looking at it and you're like, why is that one more expensive? Because the skirt's made out of a finer material. Mm. The skirt might be made out of a more durable material. Mm. The skirt in the power bait is actually scented. Maybe that's one reason. Oh. The weights themselves can be made out of tungsten. They can be made out of other metals. Yep. You know, um, the hooks themselves can be made out of different materials. Oh, Um, so you're looking at all these different things. So generally when you're looking at stuff and it's a trusted name brand, Mm -hmm. uh, it's more expensive because all the components they use and not to say that like smaller tackle companies don't use good stuff too. Right. It's just, I can't vouch for all them you know i don't right. know them. i'm not gonna be like go yeah whatever if they say 10 bucks spend 10 bucks they know what they're talking about i don't know those guys you know some of them are legit some of them right are 
some guys that are ripping off, uh, you know, other people's shit. Other, yeah. <laughs> just trying to make right. money off of it, you know? Right. But who sure. knows? So, but when you're talking about other jigs, which basically like this, 100% you could fish for bass. Just depends on what you put on it, you know? So that little tungsten, oh, that thing would the, the that short would catch tungsten, bass? yes. Forgot again, people. <laughs> I'm just listening. I just go, this? You could fish for bass. Yeah. Also this. You're looking at this? Are you guys taking a peek at that one? No, I didn't I didn't hold up anything there if you're just listening. Sorry, I'm trying to do better. The junks the junkston. The junkston you could catch for wass, the bass nass. You know. This <laughs> jig okay, tungsten. Sorry. The tungsten the new word. jig. The short shank tungsten jig by Northland catches bass. I catch bass on it all the time. I catch northerns on it. The reason I don't have some of these jigs and I just bought three more packs is because northerns. You'd stop eating my shit. <laughs> Anyways. So, so you can catch bass, but a lot of these are designed for other stuff. Now, there are different materials when you're out there. So feathers will keep moving in the water. Mm-hmm. Hair. This is a hair jig. Oh, no, shit. No, there's, there's an old soft plastic there. This is actual hair. Some of the hair jigs Cruella are made. Hair. Yeah, exactly. And this one has... Uh, just keep saying Every Say two words. And but this one has a little bit of like a shimmery tinsel in there too. So mm-hmm. it gives it some shine. Mm-hmm. But then it's hair because hair also keeps moving. Now, buck hair, which uh, hence buck tails, like the single inline spinner yep. blades, those are actually deer hair because their hair is hollow, so it moves better in the water. I don't know oh, if this shit. one's buck. I don't remember. This one's an older uh, jig made by VMC. It's a hair jig. You know, you can put whatever. I got a soft plastic, old soft plastic on there too. So I was fishing that like yep. that for on different you can see how elongated that head is that Still yeah that looks like a little minnow kinda, by itself but yeah just so has made the eye on fish, top you know for the, i'm pulling it like kind of this tie. this is right this one's more of like a you know kind of open water not fishing it in like real thick grass or whatever um mm-hmm. but that one's hair now that other one had a little bit of like tinsel on there some of them are all tinsel this one's like a hundred percent tinsel it's very shiny. Another VMC one. Now, the crazy thing about it is you got, look at the size difference there. Panfish. Oh, yeah. Walleye on the bottom, basically. That's what it goes for. Oh, you can see the size yeah. difference in the hooks. Hooks weigh smaller on the little guy, bigger on the bigger guy, obviously. So you're looking at different sizes. You're looking at different yeah. weights, Um, you know how you're fishing yeah, and for the people who weren't watching for those it was like it was you had two of almost the identical different colors but you had like two identical jigs and the walleye one was yeah bigger i don't know i'll say like two three inches or something like that and then it was just like cut that yep. in half it was like the yeah. same thing though but it would catch different yeah. kinds of fish right same thing different size for panfish or whatever now this is mm-hmm not trying to get too off topic because I'm going to keep going with some jigs, but I wanted to show you here's the exact same style jig as that little one. Now you put a safety pin style bait on it. There's a blade. Now this is a spinner bait. 
That jig Wait, just so became a spinnerbait with the addition of a blade. I did not. This is made by Blue Fox. Um, also under the Rapala or, or Rapala umbrella. Oh. Same as VMC. Yeah. That's why these jigs okay. are so the same thing. Uh-huh. And then the Blue Fox, that actually came in a pack of like five, I think. So there's five different jigs. One of them had the blade already attached to it. One. And then there was literally like, then you have four other colors that you could swap it out with. Oh, wow. Almost like five baits in one, unless you get bit off by a northern and your blade's gone, then you just have a I'm going to keep going back to that. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> so now that was just to show you that there are differences. You can do stuff. Uh, Johnson's Beetle Spin has been around forever, and theirs is a jig with a soft plastic on it with a blade like that, and that's just how it's sold. You get that, and then it oh, comes with Oh, with like, the plastic. Yeah, three additional... Uh, is it like glued? Is the plastic like then factory glued on? Is that what you're saying? It's not. Uh, here, let me show you. Not glued on. Uh, Johnson Beetle Spin. Right there. There you go. Uh, <laughs> oh, here. Hold on. I just happen so, to have one. Yeah. So there's, it, it's still in the packaging here. Jig yeah. head. There it is. Plastic, it's in focus, but. Blades on there. It. Those are three different. One of them has soft the plastics. soft plastic. The other two are there. So, like, if your soft plastic gets damaged by a fish, you got two more. Okay. And you can literally put on whatever soft plastic. Yeah. It just on, comes with like, a suggested. It's like, uh, you know, when they say when the food's all he, all pretty on the front of the Triscuit box and they're just like serving suggestions. Oh. It's actually just full of fucking Triscuits. Yeah. But this they're one like, comes with the fucking extra yeah. cheese on it in the box with it here's a trisket with a little bit of salmon and a little bit of smoked gouda on that doesn't that look nice we know you're just gonna put some of that easy cheese out of the can on it you cheap <laughs> fuck <laughs> so yeah so you can put whatever you want on it now this is made by strike king it's called a sausage head it looks like a sausage. It looks like a little sausage, it yeah. It looks like a grub. So the, yeah, so this one actually comes with that grub-like body on there. Oh. That soft plastic. It came pre-rigged with that straight from Strike King. So that's what that one looks right out of the gate. So you can put that on there. This is not by Strike King. Almost the exact same soft plastic on there. Oh, yeah. Not made by the same company whatsoever. This one has a way weirder shaped jig head yeah what the fuck because this one's like a like a seven it's not called a reed runner but it's something like that i forget what they call that it's something like that maybe i've never seen a jig that looks like that before that looks like some fucking weird cartoon character from like yeah cartoon (laughs) right it's got a now it looks like a fucking seahorse now that you change it that way runny nose (laughs) it's got a spinner for a runny nose (laughs) yeah it does Seahorse yeah, runny so, nose spinner. So that's it's got that head shape because it wants that underspin, like when you're jigging it or reeling it. Oh, sure. That blade doesn't hit the body. And when these but, come pre-rigged with the soft on them, with the soft plastic on it already, is it like, is it manufactured glued on, or it's just no, they just oh, rigged it already for you? I they're just rigged. Okay, they're not cool. glued on. And sometimes people glue them on. That is a tip that you can put some. Uh, Super glue on there, but super glue has like a stink to it. So I'm always yeah. nervous about gluing it on there, but people do it. 
Okay. And they have good luck. So, okay. I mean, that was just a couple of examples there of that. And uh, speaking of like already pre-rigged, some jig heads are literally designed for certain baits. This is a storm um, oh. search bait. I can't remember what this is called. I think it's I think it's called a 360 GT or something like 360 search bait. Okay. So this one has a, a head on it. Yep. It's like a swim bait, but the tie is actually on the top. On the, yeah. Because I I don't know necessarily the, the design idea on that if it's just weighted in such a way that it swims well like that. I thought that was kind of weird the first time I bought it. But this literally, like, the soft plastic. Is cut to it, isn't it? Is, it's like it's like the back of the jig head has a 45-degree angle on it, so that means the opposite is on yeah. the soft plastic? Yeah, Holy so shit. the soft yeah. plastic is, like, cut to it. That jig head is shaped in such a way to literally just use that soft plastic yeah and, and then, it also has the bait what are those called again yeah the bait keeper i thought it yeah. would focus in a little bit there better but not so much but you can kind of see yeah. like oh, you how can, it's ribbed you can see it and yeah. it holds on there well so it doesn't pull off and they they make those in a couple of different sizes but that there is you know in a nutshell specifically like, like one manufactured that's manufactured to go together yeah Right, this is they are made for each other. So sometimes you get stuff like that, yeah, where it's not really made to do anything else. So sure, when you're getting pre-rigged stuff, kind of watch out for that. Sometimes good there's point, not a whole point. lot of baits like this, yeah. But like this sausage head, if yep. I lose this one, I just put on another one, whatever, another anything that fits the bill that's the same size. I can literally put anything on there. As far as hot same with any of this tinsels, I could put on uh, a live bait if I'm fishing for crappie. I could put on some, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, whatever I have. Euro larva, which is a fancy way of saying maggots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could I could put on some wax worms. You know, whatever it happens to be, you could yeah. you could add other stuff, tip it to it. You know. Yep. Um, and. It works out. So uh, most jigs, you can add whatever you want. But I, w- I just brought this one in to be like, when you're out there looking at it, mm-hmm. don't be like, oh, I'll buy this one and make it work. Because in rare occasions, the jig heads are made specifically for that soft plastic. The soft plastic, like plastic the that's soft pre-rigged. Plastic. To, yeah. Yeah. Those Which is a perfect thing for like a beginner's guide to this stuff. Because like, I, it's, it's still a jig setup, but it just doesn't seem that way really when again it's just back to the jig yeah. is a is a weight with a hook on it this is very specific right and now that i've been showing all this other stuff and i just realized this whole time i could have been showing this without the blade now first off i had this trailer on there so try to ignore that trailer you see that there's the skirted jig goes yeah. straight to the hook yeah this is referred to as chatterbait or a oh. bladed jig. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is the jackhammer. I was talking about this in the last episode when we were talking about iCast. Yep. Um, this one is a little bit more, you know, it has everything that, where I thought it had everything that you wanted, you know, but we learned last time, I guess they improved on this because this is like a $16 <laughs> lure right here. Holy shit, dude. 
yeah i know it's not cheap so it has a nice the jig head itself is like shaped in a way and this blade when you fish it it literally goes you know back and forth like this really fast in the water just okay and it gives it a really hard vibration yep um but it's still a jig it, like that's in the end right, right. It, it's still a jig and the blade if anybody's not watching it it uh it is on the blade that is attached to the nose of the jig vibrates really fast and it is shaped like a coffin like if yeah. but not a full long coffin if you took the top of the old school coffins Right. Where it had that, you know, like Dracula shape. Dra- yeah, got, Like exactly. halfway down Think and about then cut off the bottom. Yeah. 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 So it's it's like a coffin shaped um, blade. And <clears throat> when you get this, I have a little, uh, that's a, um, a flat nose minnow Berkeley Max scent, mm-hmm. which when this episode comes out, Go to your shields and check if they still have them on sale because I was getting them for a buck ninety nine, bro. It's a great <laughs> deal. I bought I bought nine packs of soft plastics and spent less than twenty dollars. And if I would have yeah. paid full price, that was over seventy. Yeah. So it was that's what I'm awesome. talking about. We've, you we've talked about right away. <laughs> yeah, we've talked so about good. yeah. So if the sale. It's just like discounted. I think they're just trying to get rid of some of them. Go check them out. You might have to. Yeah, because the new shit should be coming out here want. soon. Yeah. Well, I think they'll probably be starting to switch over is what Shields likes to do that. When you get to the end of the season, end of the yeah. ice season, end of the summer oh. season, they start discounting stuff. The they don't break. always discount the um, the soft plastics and stuff and the and the summer baits. Those mm. just kind of like stay year round mm-hmm. for the most part. Sure. But I think some of that max stuff or the max scent and the gulps and stuff um, have an might be a date. little bit weird. Yeah, they might have a little bit of an expiration right. date. I don't know that for sure, but I'm willing to risk it. Buck 99, yeah. whatever. If they get a little bit stiff, I don't care. Right. Just be like the action's not great, but the price was right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so before we before we wrap, because oh. it we we Hold hit on. our. Real quick. No, I think this might I be the same. We might be getting into it. Hit me. Oh, is this what you were talking about? Well, I was going to talk this about bait. trail trails or trailer. What do you call oh, them? Trailers. Yeah, trailers. trailers. So there's yeah. trailers of all different si- sizes and kinds. And I just wanted to show you this one because I brought it up before. This one is specifically made for a chatterbait, you know, oh. or a bladed jig. Because this one right. goes on there. It's got the two tails that you know, just give it a little bit of action. You put it on there, you reel it up and just adds a little bit more to what's going on. Yeah. You know, that one's so, like a frog. It was like, it's like a frog, but I'd call it a creature bait yeah, cause it's, it's like a fish it's, shape with well, a frog. This, yeah. It's a fish shape. And then it's just got like a, a tail in the back that just gives you some, uh, you know, movement. This one. Was yeah. Designed, and I say frog, like I mean, bait. literal frog. I mean, if like, yeah, Something that's long in the water and then has kicking legs in the back of it. I'm not talking oh. about a fishing frog. <laughs> right. I, I should have clarified too. that. If you can see this. Yep, it just came just into focus. Just to give focus, you an so example of what we're talking about now. Bladed talking, jig. Yeah. Yeah, what to use. So that's a lot of packaging nowadays gives you those kind of guidelines. So if you're that's having any really questions, most of the baits are there. And... You know, go in, 
if you don't want to talk to anybody, you don't have to. She just can be like, you know, they come over. Can I help you with anything? And sometimes people are just like, well, I don't really know what I'm looking at. And if you want help, they'll help you. If you don't want help, just be like, I'm good. You know, if you say, I don't know what I'm looking at, they're just going to be like, I know what you're looking at. Let me tell you everything. If you want to learn stuff yourself, just be like, fuck off, bro. You know, I don't need <laughs> you to talk. I'm here to read boxes and packages. You might look like you're, you know, trying to case the place and steal something. But as long as you don't, you're fine. Don't right. Say, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and if you just want to learn it from some fishing buddies and you don't have any, well, here you go. Real AFTV podcast. Hit us up. Hit us up. We'll I'll talk tell you. to you. Yeah. We'll talk to you. But as far as trailers go, there's all different sizes. There's all different scents. Yeah. Power bait is good at giving you. Here's another thing, too. Power bait's giving you that thing. How to use it, what to put it on. Right, right. Power bait has a lot of packaging like this where it lets you know. If you're looking at something and you're not necessarily sure and that packaging doesn't tell you, go to Power Bait. Power Bait <laughs> has something, something of almost every. Yeah, exactly. Has a trailer for almost everything. Mm-hmm possibly everything i don't i'm saying almost everything because i don't know off the top of my head but i would i would say you'd be hard pressed to not be able to find something made by berkeley that will not fit on whatever you're trying to put it on Mm -hmm. um and like josh just said look at that if you're looking at something similar you know for the most part and and the trailer where a jig can accept a lot of different trailers, mm-hmm. a lot of trailers can be used on a jig, or it can be used in a Texas rig, or a Carolina rig, or all the, you know. Yeah. So it all be it all becomes that's this different part of what stuff. And and perfect. And when we were talking about rigs, holy cannoli, man! We'll get I into rigs. About it I mean, we just time. did There's, a whole lot more hour plus on just jigs, and we had an I have another half of podcast written here that obviously we're not going to get into, but. Thank you for just answering it without me asking. And that was like, so a trailer is a soft plastic. And then you pulled up one and right. it's like, this says specifically, you should use this on a jig. That would be a great way to fish this. So it's a trailer. It's not necessarily just a soft plastic. It's a trailer because you would put it on a jig, AKA making it a trailer. And then mm-hmm. you also answered the other question that I was going to ask, and that's like, are they, so they are ones that are specifically made for a jig. Yes. But yeah. Do they have to go on a jig? And the answer is, well, no, but you know, power bait will tell you. <laughs> right. Exactly. If it's the right way and to go or something like that. So not all of it is necessarily soft plastic because there mm. are different brands that have dabbled into different materials that are supposed to last a little bit longer. Okay. Okay. Like Uncle Josh is the actual <laughs> brand that's been around for a very long time. That's awesome. And they use legitimate pork. Like it's Whoa. It is oh. so back I feel in like the you day, probably told me this in like one of the first two episodes. I think I think I've touched on it, but, but it back seems, in the day. It was so long ago. This is all brand new to me. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So back in the day. There was, you know, you'd have your jig and then you would put the piece of like Uncle Josh's pork on it where it is Mm -hmm. a trailer and it's literally just like a thick little, it moves well, but it has a scent and it's tough. You know, it's not like your normal soft plastic that can pull apart. And the term that they would use is a jig and pig. 
<laughs> because of the yeah, pork. Dude. Yeah. Such a good name. Yeah. So the jig and pig would use the pork. Now that Uncle Josh has been moved into other stuff, people actually use it for walleyes and stuff because mm-hmm. they have nightcrawler imitations that are made out of this pork material. Interesting. Um, there is some ice fishing bait that I have that is beaver tail. Whoa. So you can get Whoa, different stuff that's not live and it's not soft plastic. So okay. there are different materials, but a trailer is just, you know, designed to be put on the hook. But for the most part, it is soft plastic. Some of them are scented. Some of them are unscented. Gulp is made out of a material that if you leave on your hook and you let it dry out, it will shrink up and you literally have to cut it off with like a scissors or something. It will not come off uh-huh. by you that. just trying to pull it. It's crazy. It shrinks it's up. so crazy. Yeah. It turns gulp, like a piece of plastic that's attached to your fucking... Yeah. It's crazy weird. And gulp is made by Berkeley, so that's just a completely different material that they make it out of. Right. You know, Z-Man is made out of a different material. Northland's eye candy. I got some upstairs. I bought some. Um, doesn't have any scent, so you can add scent to it, but it says like mm. use water-based or oil-based because a soluble base can actually mess with it because the plastic that it's made out oh. of, they even say do not let it out of its original packaging Oh, because if you do, it can damage your plastic tackle box. It can damage your other stuff. Holy Whatever shit. that shit is made out of can actually eat away at other plastics that it's surrounding. Oh, but my God. Keep it in its original plastic case. It's fine. And I bought some bait fuel because it doesn't have any scent. And I like to have scent. They're yep. literally just like, we didn't scent it. So you can scent it if you want to, or you don't have to use scent, whatever you're up to. So I put a little bit of the scent in uh, Into earlier the case today. And I plan on fish like maybe tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, definitely Saturday morning. As long as nothing goes wrong, I don't want to jinx myself and be like, oh, we'll be out there. <laughs> you never know. But. It's all that different stuff. So there's scented stuff. There's non-scented stuff. Yeah. There's different scents. I have very But all good that luck. is, that is stuff you do to the trailer of the jig. You know, that's all soft. Right. That's, yep. And just, I guess to put it simply is the jig is the weight and the hook. The jig is the weight and the hook and you need to have a trailer to catch fish for the most part. So right. the trailer right. actually comes into play and some As of like the baits part two really of, work. Or like you know, it's a two part thing. Yeah. A jig is, is a real thing. Is like, is a thing. It's just a plain, it's a hook. Yeah. It's a different kind of hook. And I, I just, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a different kind of hook. It's a different, it's a hook with a weight and the weight can be different shapes, different sizes. Mm-hmm. The skirt that's on it, because these are technically skirts too. The skirt that's on it right. can be made of tinsel, can be made of hair. The skirt can literally be made out of the soft plastic itself where this has a skirt, but that skirt is part of the plastic itself. Right, right. If I Good take point. off. Never thought about that, it, but. Yeah. It, yeah, it has a skirt. That shit. Built this one, when the... I was saying that they're not cool. glued, I think this one is. I don't know. That one did not come off there easy. I tore that plastic in half. No, that's just a crazy hook keeper. It's got like two points on each side. It's hard to see. Yep, I see that. Two points on each side holding it. But when I ripped that off of there, it's a weight with a hook. It's a weight, right. That was just a soft plastic on there. And then you set it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing on the the skirted jigs where... 
it, the skirted jigs for the most part is just a skirt being held on by a rubber band. <laughs> and that's right. all it is. When that skirt's gone, you're looking at a weight with a hook. Right. And those, a lot of those same jigs you can get without skirts. They have football head oh. jigs that don't have skirts to like make it a sure. little bit more of a realistic profile. Sure. Like a crawfish doesn't have a skirt, which still catches fish. When you look at a crawfish with a skirt and the claws are up and then there's just a skirt in front of it. Mm -hmm. If I looked at that and, you know, I was a fish, obviously we're way smarter than fish. I'd just be like, what the fuck is that? Right. Nothing. Yeah. But if you have the weight holding the bottom of it and you can't see the difference that well, that crawfish will look like a crawfish crawfish. because there's no skirt there. So sometimes, You can turn off the fish by having a skirt or, you know, doing mm-hmm. some stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So other times you just get it without the skirt. You can get the, you know, the football head jig without a skirt. Mm-hmm. This pumpkin head jig is very close to like a skirted jig, but it just completely different hook design, different bait keeper. Sure. And you have no skirt. There's not a whole lot different in between this and the skirted jig. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, I mean, in short, I know I say in short after we talked for an hour and 40 minutes, (laughs) but in short, that's all it is. Yeah. Different sizes, different weights, the hooks, all of it can change for specific baits that you want to put on there, Mm -hmm. specific techniques and it's just kind of like a touch and feel learning everything. A lot of the stuff that you see that I have here, to be honest, the reason I have it here is because I don't use a lot of this stuff. What I'm showing you, don't be like, I got to go out and grab everything you just showed me because I don't use a lot of this stuff because it doesn't fall into the right scenario. Mm. None of this stuff is bad. It just doesn't work perfectly for what I'm using it for, which is why I have it in my bag that I keep here because if I go fish the river it might be different if I go fish some other body of water that's close and I'm just fishing from shore all these things might fit work right. in a dingier water in a different setting where the right. bottom material is different a different type of weeds yep there's all a place and a time for all these not saying that you have to have all these things but you can catch fish on a lot of these but imagine going to a body of water where there's a ton of weeds and right. the only thing you have is one jig with one exposed hook because there's no hook uh, no. weed guard or anything. Yep. And you're just trying to cast out into this matted vegetation. And that's the only option you have. You shit out of luck, bud. You ain't going to yeah. catch nothing. <laughs> shit out of luck. Yeah, I was going to say it's not going to go well. And you you just put it even more plain. But yeah. with, okay, without dragging on the fishing topic anymore and retreading stuff, you, I, I love what you said there at the end because like, all these different scenarios could be jig scenarios. And that's why this is Mm -hmm. like the beginner's guide to jigs, because it was like, here's all this stuff. Now there's a whole world out there. Go explore. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Cause I'm not really crazy to think about. It does make it tough. I feel like I apologize if anybody felt like that was too long winded or we didn't hit some stuff that you wanted. It's really hard to break down some of these uh, seemingly simple 
categories into what is actually ridiculously large and far bigger than what I've touched on. Right. Which I think, which is the perfect way to like end this is just go, that's why this is the beginner's guide, right? Like that's why you, you didn't, you didn't know how big this was, but now hopefully you do. Yes. And there could be more to it. Yes. And those stupid questions, if anybody felt like that was too over your head, and you want us to like go from the very beginning, come in and ask, just be like, but what was this? Sometimes I know so much about this stuff because I've been doing it for so long. I can kind mm-hmm. of gloss over the small fine details right? and not realize that I'm even doing it. So again, if you right. have any questions. Because you already have that, a vocabulary established. Yes, yep. exactly. So if, if there's like yep. a term I use that you weren't sure of or I said something that you were had questions about, hit us up. I'm happy to help. Yes, um, please, please. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, man. Let's, let's, that was great. Um, I hope that helped out some people. Leave comments too. If it did help you, leave comments if you need more, want to talk more. We'll definitely look at them. But now let's jump into the, uh, random take where we are going to find out why me and Tim aren't friends. Hit the break. <laughs> Here we are, patreon.com slash real AFTV. That's right, patreon.com slash real AFTV, real like fish and real. We are on Patreon and we are coming to tell you, and by we, I mean me and Tim, Real AFTV podcast here, yep. coming to you to say we have a Patreon as low as $1 a month, but hey, you could go up to 100 if you really wanted to get crazy with it. It's there. Go over to our website, realaf.tv. You can find the Patreon link right there or go to Patreon and look us up, Real AFTV, Real Like Fish and Real. And we have things like for $50 a month, we will customize uh, what kind of tackle is it, Tim? We have some in the warehouse right now that we haven't actually... A, a lure, yes. Lure, thank it you. Is a is a crankbait. Crankbait. Yes, we will customize a crankbait for you. At yes, the fifty dollar tier. Also, Patreon. If you're new to the whole Patreon thing, if you're on a podcast, you're probably not that new to it. But Patreon is is something that you can jump in and out of. Like if you do fifty dollars this month, bam, you get the custom lure. But you don't want to do that for the whole year. You jump down to the $5 a month tier where you're going to get early access content. You can help vote on the random take, uh, yep. one of the random takes for the month. And, uh, you know, we'll keep up with you on Patreon as well. Like a, just a direct Patreon contact. There's communication you do only through Patreon. That's what I'm trying to say. So for if sure. you're new, yep. there's just a little intro to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And to clarify that that custom painted lure is a fully custom painted lure, like the pattern and everything. That yes. won't be just something that we have a lure that we just like write really FTV on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you, Tim. Thank you for, yeah. for clearing that up because yes, it, it, it is a, it's a, it's a slug for lack of a better word right now. And it will be turned into something. 
Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at the the whole fishing lingo, so maybe Tim, you could evaluate on that a little, or like elaborate on. Yeah, that I mean, it's, a, it's it's yeah. Right now, it has no color, and I will give it color. I, there we it go. Will, it will look like a uh, a bait fish imitation of some sort it might not be exactly colored it might not be realistic you know some of that stuff out there yeah yeah the different companies work with makes different stuff but it will be a custom painted uh lure lure and it won't look like dog shit (laughs) i not to not to be too full of myself but i'm i'm i have some talent you you have some artistic talent yes yeah very true if you know friends and family and stuff like that that got a few bucks to kick our way let them know realaf.tv scroll down a little bit there's the patreon link it'll shoot you right over sign up for a little bit yeah welcome back to the real af tv podcast show about fishing random takes from the land 10,000 lakes if you're getting this on a friday you're not coming back you're probably just clicking on this and we're gonna get to the bottom of something we have yep been friends for a long time and we're not even friends because uh, <laughs> we're talking about nintendo online we're gonna jump oh. into it because you have it finally and we talked about nintendo yeah. online before you had it and then i was like yeah we're totally gonna talk about it and then i'm gonna ask tim what the hell we've never exchanged friend codes before oh I'm, yeah like mm. look I mean, I guess a big reason Me for that is I didn't know it was a thing. You could <laughs> what? You just I can like add you as Wait, a friend. What? I suppose it makes sense. I can add you as a friend on the Switch, on Nintendo. Right. Yeah, because you have Nintendo online sense. now, so you can you can add that. Well, I mean, you could be totally. That, anyways, makes sense, and I never thought about it. And I don't know why. I don't know if I what? thought it was like, here's like a kid-friendly system and they don't want you conversing or whatever. Because I've had friends on like the PlayStation and stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. We're friends on PlayStation. I have other friends on the PlayStation. I've never even thought of trying to add anybody as a friend on the Switch. So, <laughs> right. I don't know what the French toast that's all about. <laughs> weird. That's weird. Weird. Um, why are you saying it like that? What, why am I saying what weird? <laughs> uh, I was up at the cabin this last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. and I forgot the switch there. And this oh, no. week has sucked shit. <laughs> every every I'm like cooking supper and every time I'm sitting around doing nothing I just be like well so let's check out what's going on with Zelda oh that's right I guess I guess I look at my phone exclusively today I don't know what else to do I'm just like trying to think of <laughs> other lost. things to go just trying to think of like things to Pinterest and stuff well I guess let's see what's going on with the new recipes for Pickling beets or something, you know? <laughs> Dude, I, I just got beets at the farmer's market to make pickled beets. I fucking love pickled beets. Bro, pickled beets are the shit. I love pickled beets. Yeah, the uh, I've heard 
it's that's one of those that's like a controversial topic of people like Tom Brady being like, I don't eat any nightshade vegetables because of what? inflammation or some shit. And then you have other people being like, I eat tons of beets because it saves me from dying of a heart attack or some shit. I don't know. So some people are like, eat a lot of beets. And then other people okay. are like, don't eat beets. And then you're like, really? I don't, I guess maybe I just have to choose what I want. Like if uh, <laughs> nightshade vegetables like beets and eggplant can like cause inflammation. So I hurt, but then it can like, help my heart heart health so i don't die Uh, is there a way to i've never heard of this (laughs) yeah so i just hear things and then i try to look up stuff every once in a while and you just hear like contradicting uh deals uh, you know points of view out there and then i also know that i look at recipes uh, mm-hmm. All the time for food and those recipes are almost always like, oh, if you're cooking on the instant pot, use two cups of water with this much stuff and you do the instructions to a T. It gets done and it's dry as shit. You're like, I needed at least <laughs> another cup of water. And then you're like, did right. you even try any of this? And then you start thinking right. about the beats and you're like, are you just regurgitating some bullshit you saw somewhere out there? Are you the guy that's telling me that I need to put two cups of water when I clearly need more? It's right. You know, like, so then you just start like, how do I trust anything? Because all of the recipes seem to be some regurgitated bullshit because there's almost (laughs) always something wrong with it where it doesn't work out like it's supposed to. And it's like, you've clearly never made this dish. You're just regurgitating what somebody else said. (laughs) And then you change it a little bit like, Oh, I actually, I know it's a lot like theirs, but I put a pinch of oregano in there and it's not the same. Yep. So right. I'm going to call it my own dish and I'm going to put it on my blog and I'm going to have all my different links to all the different places you can go to make me money when I'm just out here falsifying information. Ripping acting like I'm a right. chef where I'm just ripping other people's shit off, but I got a nice template <laughs> on my website. So I look like a friendly lady, but I've never made any of this shit. oh jeepers sorry i had to go off on a rant there but yeah i guess nightshade vegetables are great for you or they're bad for you uh that's the moral of the story is the internet's uh that's the topic that we're talking about (laughs) legitimate yeah if you want legitimate information it's hard to know what you're getting that's actually oh, why this, I this might be my third energy on the drink podcast. Of the day, so I'm that's sorry why I try I'm to tell too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually why on like the real AFTV podcast in general, I try to like cite my sources or give sources and say like, oh no, I looked, you yeah. know, I looked in multiple places and and verified this from different sources and stuff like that, um, because. True. There, and and this 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 ties back to the Nintendo thing. Is I'm not going to get into the rumor shit with Nintendo Online at all, because there are people out there that do that. They just straight up lie and say Nintendo is developing games for 2025 
they're or they're converting games and here's where they are no nintendo has oh. confirmed you know through 2024 and and here's right. what those games are you're totally making shit up one one thing where the okay so there was about to go back to the turtles from what we were just talking when we were talking about the turtles yeah. so the last ronin is the Ooh. is a ninja turtle graphic novel it, i bought yes. it we talked about it a little bit somebody was like dude they're working on the last ronin and it's going to be like god of war style uh no there's Ooh. a game just called ronin and i guarantee yeah. that's where the rumor mill right. started is there was a legitimate yeah. leak someone said they were working on a rodin game and someone nerdified it and now here we are everybody wants a fucking ninja a dark ninja turtle game on like the level of god of war and we got ourselves yeah. a a decent ninja game coming sometime which will probably be a decent so, ninja game but so you're saying that the rumor mills made that so and you don't think that that ninja turtle game is actually going to exist correct that that's what i think. sucks shit because i heard <laughs> of that and i thought it was a real thing i don't it doesn't I need know. to be god of war i was thinking of it being like a more of a in my mind, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'm a Ninja Turtle and I have all the different weapons or maybe in the game I have to go through and find all the different weapons of my fucking brothers. Right. And then I have all these different weapons at my arsenal. Whoa, and it's spoilers like a for sneaking the... mission. Just thinking of that. <laughs> and it's like a sneaking, <laughs> if it's like a sneaking mission style yeah. uh open world like metal gear was except for your right ninja turtle but you're a turtle yeah that's and you're what, built as soon yeah as I, I mean that it, game I'm like oh so good it's a it's but a i think that i think this is a mix up and this is in... i think this is a regurgitation Sorry. situation where there's one person who had a great idea put out a rumor and then people and then it got regurgitated across the internet so I don't think it's happening. And that well, the, the Nintendo online thing is like people want these games so bad that they'll make it up or they'll catch wind that it's being worked on. And the truth behind it is, is there's a remake being made or there is a clone that somebody's working on. And so like some backdoor, you know, crawler found mario paint and spit it out and they took it as fact when really it's just a mario paint like game and it's coming out on steam and you're like well fucker mm. you know yeah like, i i think that's the kind of regurgitation that you know i hope that that works honestly though if they're just like oh that ninja turtles game is coming out and then everybody gets hyped on it Right. So then the developers just go, Some, you know what? Look at how many people are into this. Right. Even if the game flops, we have a million copies sold before we ever make it. Right. Look at the hype that this has. So it's like, yeah, yeah hopefully. So hopefully that, that happens. I know. I agree. 
because that's what it sounds like the the spider-man game is almost like huh but that one is like kind of you know jumping around and you got webs but that's kind of like a yeah. sneaking game yeah, sort of so yeah that's an open world it's, like because they have a, they have one out already and then the second yeah, one comes so, out real soon so you have he's running around in like a legitimate city but now i picture like the setting of this uh uh the turtle ronin game. turtle game would be like uh like a last of us like it's the city but everything's in shambles cuz mm-hmm. there's an entity whatever it happens to be yep. shredder somehow it's shredder <laughs> and he got like super powerful and some yeah. shit i don't know super duper shredder <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> yeah that's a thing yeah and then you know he uh was able to take out all the turtles except for one and the rest of the world so oh. i don't the <laughs> last person the last mutant even not even the last ronin only right yeah the only reason he's still alive is because he got zapped by the baby maker. <laughs> this is the, <laughs> the machine that they call it. He turned into a turtle. That's what they call and it. When he, and when he got hit by it, somehow fell down into the ooze again. Everybody else <laughs> perished, but he landed in the ooze and had the whole retransformation, came back, and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're just making it up. I think this half of this topic I'm going to have to put down is just like we make up the last Ronin game. (laughs) We write the last Ronin, but it's like a weird alternate funny version where they're just saying like inappropriate odd stuff where like (laughs) super duper shredder has that machine and it's just he's yelling stuff as he's firing it like taste my baby maker. (laughs) It's like just a big old, like it's like a plasma gun. So it's not just like a light ray. It's like a, there's like some uh, viscosity to it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When it hits, it splatters and it has a stick to it. Yeah. It's it's like ooze, but it's like an anti ooze and it's like making everybody go little and everybody perishes because they get too little. But the one turtle, which we don't know. He falls down and hits the old school ooze and then gets like brought back to regular size. And I don't know. <laughs> you got yourself a game right there. Somebody make Boom. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, you call it oh. some. That's a different game altogether, I think. Have it be a little bit more childish, you know, a little bit more immature. Yeah. Where it's like a uh, mystery turtle. Man, what would you call him? I don't know. Yeah. Mystery One of ninja the turtles turtle. versus Mystery Turtle Ninja. Sh- right. That's what you have to call it. It's like the Foggate. It's the Foggate. I'm not calling it. No, right. it's not that. I'm not getting sued. Uh, it's I don't the have Foggate. A good, it's not, yeah. I don't right. have a good accent. No, it's the Foggate. It's not, the, it's not, it's not that thing of the other movie. Not getting sued. It's not. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I, that was a much better yeah. one. I, I couldn't bring it up <laughs> off the top of my head, but I knew the joke. 
It's not even it's not even a Moon Knight, is it? It's that like weird guy in the wheelchair. He's like that weird spiky thing in the wheelchair. Oh, is that what it was? I think so. He's oh. just No, it's a completely different thing. It's not <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it's good. <laughs> I was just thinking like Shredder's Revenge is the actual name of the the Turtles game that's you know right. out now. Right. So it'd be like super duper shredder revenge. And then like underneath it, it's just like you maybe just like put a sticker on it. That's like a, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you get, you know, now with the karate action or whatever, it's just like, yep. just, you know, with the super, you know, baby maker, whatever the fuck I call it. <laughs> <laughs> with the super duper baby maker. With the super duper, super duper shredders revenge. With the baby maker of ooze, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, but, now with new fresh baby maker taste. What? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that, but to go back to the Nintendo thing and why we like, obviously, we can't even do it because you don't have your Switch. We can't exchange friend codes after, but. Shredder's Revenge is actually one of the reasons why I was like, fuck, why don't, why haven't we exchanged codes? Because I'm to the point in Shredder's Revenge now where I am having trouble doing it solo. Oh, that game's online. Nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should definitely do that because my son wants to play it all the time. He just asked me this week. He's just like, can we play turtles buddy? And I'm like, no dude, sorry. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I forgot to switch. Like I (laughs) can't play it if we wanted to, I would play it with you, but I cannot, we cannot. It's not even here. Yeah. And he's like, what? And he's like, what about the other, what about this game? And I'm just like, well, first off, you've never played that game before. Second. No, switch is gone. It's, it's, it's all on the switch. It's all just there. But <laughs> the other thing that made me think about it, and I don't think there's anything you could do about it, but spoilers coming up for Zelda. Um, mm. I was like, oh, can I? And I don't know if I can do this, but this is the other reason why I was like, fuck, I wish Tim, like, I, I wish I had Tim on, on switch online because then uh, I think i could send i could share the screenshot with him i found oh one of those um well i think recipes would be cool to go back to the food thing that you were talking about i think that'd be cool yeah. you just screen cap this check it out dude but the other one i've so i found one of the um the big unopened flower fairies yes found one it was unopened oh and i talked to it <laughs> yeah. And it said, and it said, I ain't coming out of this thing until I hear the big horn. Yeah. And I was like, what in the fuck are you talking about? I haven't, this is like the first time I've heard of the big horn. What the hell? I don't think I haven't, I don't have any, have any good armor right now, yeah. but I still yeah. wanted to upgrade some of my armor that I do have so that my armor doesn't suck so bad. What the fuck is the big horn? Yeah. Oh, do you know what is it? Yeah, you have to go to the stable. Go to the stable. Okay. If you go to the stable that's near that thing, 
all of those things are by the stable and there's like people playing instruments and that person the people playing the instruments will be like you know did you come here to see the great fairy and then you say your thing and then they go oh well yeah we actually wanted to play for her but she sounds like she wants to you know hear this horn but our horn players off over there you got to go find yeah. the horn player so you got to like bring back the horn player get the oh, band okay. together have them play and they're all like that i think there's like four or five of them okay so okay. i've i've opened up two of them and upgraded some of my stuff and okay. i've I've done a lot of things. I've been doing things. I've been doing stuff. I have full yeah. sets of some pretty neat things that I've found. <laughs> I've uh, I've got a couple of other things where I was excited. Yeah, don't um, go too far some, into it, but like, yeah, yeah, some of the stuff. Like, I, I don't know if we can exchange online and stuff like that, but like, yeah. you know, when there's stuff you want to share, and there's like. Right. Yeah, you know, I have pictures of where like, oh, I have this weapon and I have all of this armor and I was able to. I don't know. Do you care about? Uh, I, <laughs> I know this talking about this. It's not game really. So it's not really. So, you know, you know how like, have you heard anybody talking about like, go to this town and they will give you um like the fashion places like oh here's your fabric like have you gotten any fabrics and stuff yes i've been in that town yeah so that town oh so you've seen the weird like the creepy clown guy <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i'm trying to think about it he's yeah, in that town like creep- he has like a shirtless dude in the like dye shop yeah but you can you can change the color of your clothes. Yeah. At that time. Yeah, I didn't know about that, but I have like full sets that look completely different than what they're supposed to because it changed the color. Oh and then sick. like the sets that I have are gnarly. Like one of the sets is uh so helpful. It's coming very helpful. It's uh I have a couple of things that really help because there's like different uh elemental advantages to some of your outfits so it's not just armor you know yes which is why i I want to sets of everything yes (laughs) just say that so yeah i have some i have some pictures where i'm holding um basically like all the treasures i've found where i have my cool weapon that i found and i Uh have my uh full outfit that ended up being treasure and i ended uh you know yeah just fun stuff where i'm trying to take pictures or like i've been on two of the dragons now and i made sure to put my fancy outfit on and then take a picture of me standing on its face and (laughs) just being like i am on his face with a fancy outfit and a nice you know, just all this. Other <laughs> so I've been taking all these captures. I'm like, I don't know what I do with them or where I can send them. But I've, I've accidentally taken captures and I go, oh, that's a thing. So I guess. Yeah. I'll just look back on my journey later. Right. But yeah, yeah. I am. I tried to. I tried to share and you can't even share a photo directly online. So that idea is out. 
I guess. Mm. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Last time I checked, I am over 140 hours in. Holy fuck, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I play Hold a on. lot. Like Sorry. when we're up. I got to like, time out quick. Oh. I got to pause. Okay, there we go. Sorry for the interruption. Well, we'll leave it in. It's probably not that big of an interruption anyway. Overall, paused it. So anyways, Tim, let me get back into the... I'm going to get into the Nintendo Online thing because that's how you play with friends online now. Obviously, the share component isn't what we hoped it was because I just looked right now in real time and I can't share a screenshot oh. directly with you. So I wonder if you, I wonder if you could if we were friends, though. Like if no, I tried to doesn't... just share a screenshot with one of my other friends and it just didn't even. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Nintendo step up. You need to add that to your online features. Yeah. What are you afraid Nintendo. of people sending spoilers or something? Fucking a no. We want to help it's each other probably... out here. Um, yeah. I mean, if it's a screenshot from a game, why would you not be able to do that? Yeah. I could understand them being like, don't send pictures to each other. Cause right. like some creeper knows that they got a hold of, like Sammy boy number 42 or whatever. Right. I don't know. And then they're just like, Oh, but he wants to see my dick. You know, exactly. there's weird creepers everywhere in the world. So I totally get why you're like, yeah, no pictures. Right. But if it's a screen capture from the game, from a game, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I can't really, I don't fully understand it either. Is but, there a web browser on the switch? Nope. So then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't fully. That I'm not 100% sure either. Hmm. Yeah. Because you can share it. You can share it to Facebook or Twitter if you have your accounts connected. Yeah. But you can't sell. You can't send directly to a friend. You can't like DM someone else a screenshot, which maybe there is a way and I don't know where it is. But anyways, um, work on it. The other thing yeah. we talked about, I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or not, but you played the original Zelda now that you have it online. Mm-hmm. I yep. I kind of really want to go and play more of it. That's dope. But my question yeah. is, do you have the Game Boy one yet? Because last time you said you hadn't gotten it. I didn't play anything on the Game Boy yet. I downloaded the like, I don't know, for lack of a better term, like the emulator. You know, I downloaded the mm-hmm. Game Boy, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I didn't. We didn't play I anything. I just like looked at the titles. I didn't play anything. Oh, uh, yeah. I got you. So I wonder if it's good. I mean. I played it. I played it when it given, came out. It's pretty. Did you? It's pretty gnarly. Like it's, it's, there's some shit on there where say, you're like, whoa, what? <laughs> I was going to say, given what they were able to do with the original Nintendo version and the Game Boy is a superior machine to the original Nintendo, which well, is a weird not thing to think Well, not entirely because I mean, you have to remember that there were games that weren't in color. Right. They yes. Were just the black games. Right. Yes. Which definitely doesn't, you know, is a drawback, but like it was uh, like what they could do with the picture was far better and there was like menu selections and like the it was just better besides color it was better looking than the original Nintendo. Yeah, there were some really unique art styles that came out of the Game Boy for sure. Did you have a Game yeah. Boy 
That's actually where, like, Hell when I yeah, thought about dude. this topic, I, the I was original, like, did Tim have a Game Boy? I had the original Game Boy, and then I had a Game Boy Color that just showed up in my tree fort one day. What? Somebody left it in the tree fort, and I was never able to figure out who left it there. And I wasn't about to just, I was just waiting for somebody to be like, did I leave a Game Boy Color here? And I'd be like, yes, you did. But I wasn't going to go ask the neighborhood kids, is right. this your Game Boy Color? Because right, right. they're going to be like, yeah, that's mine, you know? Right. So I didn't, I just waited <laughs> for somebody to come and be like, did I leave a Game Boy? And nobody ever came and asked. So, so I'm just like, well, yeah. I guess I have this Game Boy now. So yeah, I have a, I have a green Game Boy Color. And I don't know whatever happened to my original Game Boy, but I had one. Nice. And I had a Sega Game Gear. Oh, did you? Yeah, dude. I see. I don't think they put the Game Gear pack. on there, but they have a they have Sega Genesis 16-bit games if you have the online expansion pack. But I don't think Game Gear. The Game Gear games sucked. They weren't great. I remember them. I remember I had a fighting game that was like Fatal Fury. That one was good. Yeah. I had Shaq Fu. Oh, that was a fighting game with Shaq. Yeah. And then it was like random as other characters. <laughs> like I did not know you had Shaq. Shaq. Yeah, I had Shaq Fu. It wasn't good. No, but they remade Shaq Fu, dude. They have a remake. They oh. did? Yeah. Now that I know that you had it, I'm thinking yeah. of content. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll play it again. It wasn't. I will a buy great... that game just to, just to see what familiarities of somebody who actually played it. Because I played only a little bit on Sega Channel, which sure. is the precursor to this online thing, where you get like, you know, a hundred fucking Sega games at one time, and you just go pick oh, one. Oh yeah, it's the same sure. thing, right? This that's what Nintendo yeah. Online is. They give you a hundred Nintendo games and spread it out through different emulators. Sure. Yeah. It's like the same thing. Just different. But the fact that you have but, like history with it makes me go like, okay, how can we make yeah. fishing content and work in Shack Foo? And <laughs> <laughs> work in Shack Foo. Yeah, I had Shack Foo. Because I'll buy that new Shack Foo just to see. Um uh, but okay, play I, play both had Lion King the, too. for the ultimate adventure. Do I like those I like those controllers? Oh yeah, thank you. One check it out. One Zelda, one green. I like yep. it. Yeah, that one Zelda. But look, at, that's this is also, check it out. So I'm on the Game Boy emulator right now. Yeah. Pokemon, is that the trading card game? Yeah. I have that. That's in the Game Boy Color right now. You see those two? Which ones? Those other two right here. Watch this. I was reading. Uh, oh, Zelda's. Two Zelda games, it, dude, and they're pulling it, the old Pokemon move. I don't know anything about these. I just seen them. They popped up on the news feed. And it's yeah. uh, Zelda Oracle of Ages, Zelda Oracle of Seasons. And then on the front cover, it says, play both for the ultimate adventure. One's blue and one's red. Damn, dude, that's crazy. I think the Pokemon trading card game on the Game Boy there is pretty much fucking pointless because... <laughs> You can, you can, <laughs> that, that game wasn't bad because you actually play the actual card game on the Game Boy. Okay. So it's like you have the cards, you deal the cards, all that other stuff, but you can play with brand new stuff with way better graphics, really cool shit against real people. Right. Online. The, 
TCG trading card game, Pokemon trading card game, you can download that for free, play for free. Oh, um, no shit. If you ever get a Pokemon card pack and it has the code in it, that mm-hmm. code is to get you a virtual pack. You can you scan every single one of those, go to the trading card game, and then you get to open a virtual pack, and then you have all those cards that it gives you to make sick a deck out of like what you get, or it has pre-made decks, and you can you know do tasks. Uh, oh. Sometimes it'll give you like yeah. go beat these different people, or win so many games, and you get you know different coins i haven't done it for a while and you can go and buy like the actual decks that they've made that they like that you can go to like i don't know if you know this but like if you go to like walmart or target or whatever Mm -hmm. you can go and buy the booster packs or you can buy already set like made decks what where it'll have like already made decks so it'll have what the fuck like your energy cards and then it'll have you know like so many because i forget how many cards you have to have in your deck Mm -hmm. but it'll have like three of this card four of that card you know it'll have your trainer cards stuff that kind of play off each other so it's basically a deck that like works well together you know because there's the trainer cards where it's like you can play a trainer card and it'll be like draw three cards, you know, or like shuffle your cards back into your deck and draw six new ones. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. like what you have, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So there's all these different things that can kind of help you out. And then each one of, you know, there's special abilities with some of your Pokemon where if you like evolve that Pokemon, where basically if you get the first evolution card and then you get the second evolution card you can play that second evolution card on top of the first one evolve the pokemon that second evolution might have a hidden ability or whatever and now you can use that ability and that ability might be like draw more cards or you could shuffle the deck to find an energy or whatever and they've basically just made a deck where the cards in that deck make sense so you can come fresh off of the street buy that deck and then you can go and play Pokemon you can with friends because you just have a deck. It's a legit deck that okay. will get you where you need to go. Okay. And those pre-made decks that they sell in real life, you can buy in the game with fake money. Oh. But you have to earn it. With the so currency, can... yeah, that, the free-to-play <clears throat> yeah. currency. But it's yep. not actual. Okay. Yeah, but they're real decks. They're actual decks. It's the exact cards. It's that the you exact could same buy cards like because they're yeah. all pre, because <clears throat> they're actually predetermined. Okay, yeah. well yeah. that makes sense. Then I get a pre-built one like that. I'm sure you can go on eBay and buy some crazy, ridiculous shit. But like when you said pre-made decks, and I was like, "Well, what the fuck would you do that for?" Now I right. get it. It's the starter right. deck sort of situation. Exactly. Yep, it's a starter deck, and each one has its you know own thing. Like this one is. Right. You know, when you see those starter decks and you see them in the thing, there's like the one Pokemon that's like badass. Yeah. That's like the headliner of that deck, you know? Okay. So you're getting that one, you know, there's like Dragonite or whatever it happens to be. That's your main guy in that deck. And people know like, you know, that one's a little, as the kids say, that one's OP. Yeah. Overpowered. I'm I'm hip to the words, children. Hip to the... 
to the Thingo. Now become my friend so I can send you a screen grab. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We learned we can't do that just now. Uh, <laughs> so, so on this this Pokemon trading card, like the OG Game Boy Color Pokemon training game, you or trading card game, you had that. Yep, and I and like what literally so, have it in the Game Boy Color in my garage right now. Right now, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and so, are you telling me? that there's no story to that game like it's just like versus ai the whole time yep Uh, yep yeah yeah. i don't know i don't remember that one when i was younger uh didn't Didn't hold my attention very well maybe there is right a storyline but like in the new versions it's like ai fake people where you have to go and beat them it's kind of like the mm-hmm. idea of the regular Pokemon game where you have to beat these trainers and as the further you go up, See, the better cool. deck they have yeah. and the better people. But it's not like a go adventure, catch your own Pokemon. It's kind of that. Like, you know, you're earning cards and stuff, but yeah, it's basically like it's just battle after battle. It'd be like Pokemon if they were like, fight this guy, uh-huh. now fight this guy, now fight this guy. <laughs> Do you need some new Pokemon? You can go to the store and buy a couple of new Pokemon if you have the coins that you if saved you have up enough for beating the these guys. I'm trying to start. I'm well. I'm. I was trying to see if this is a two-player game at all, and the answer looks like no. It does not look like it's which two. one the Pokemon. Yeah. Mm. Be- the Pokemon card game, just out of curiosity. I yeah. Was like, can you play this with? See. Yeah, I don't know, because back then maybe they had that like link cable. Right. Um, yeah. But I don't know for sure. But I do know that the new ones, the new one that you don't have to pay anything for. Right. Is definitely two player. You can play online real That's people. Cool. Is it on Sometimes. phone or is it on, like, what is it on? On phone. Yeah, just download it. Yeah, I have it. Because there's two different, there was, it was the Maybe original... It was the original like trading card game, and then they changed the terminology. Um, what do you mean the terminology? Uh, um, it was Pokemon Trading Card Game, and now it's Pokemon Trading Card Game Live is the newest version. <laughs> okay, meaning that there's other people on there. Finally, I bet you. <laughs> well, it's updated, and like it looks complete. Oh shit! Just smacking the mic. <laughs> it looks completely different like it's it's an updated newer version looks cooler different animations oh because it has animations too oh that's fucking where cool. like if you click that it's like it's an electric move or whatever right it'll like a lightning bolt will strike the card and then the card will like turn you know 45 degrees if it's sweet. like knocked out and then go back into the deck so it's cool like that that's where, pretty cool yeah, there's actual animations for the moves right. and stuff. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. It's it's fun. Dude, I got I got pretty into it for a while. Sure. But then my shit didn't go over and I couldn't like figure out how to log into this new one. It like wasn't working right. Oh. And I didn't care enough to spend right. time to try to recover. To try to anything. troubleshoot that shit. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, well, I guess I do something else. Go look up <laughs> recipes for pickled beets. Call back. 
that's a good note to end on, dude. We don't have to <laughs> drag this one on too long because we went we went places. I don't even know what I'm going to call it, but we did get to the bottom of why why me and you aren't friends. Oh shit. Okay, do the uh, what do I? Yeah, do the like subscribe thing. Come on, thank you. It's awesome if you can do it. Leave a review. That'd be great. That shit all helps us out. Helps us in the algorithm trying to grow this thing into something bigger. We got some announcements coming up in September. And there are a few things that I've been thinking about with video. But that is going to be for later. 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 Anyways. Later, later, later. Yeah. No, I was just thinking that through in, in my head and I'm trying to dance around it right now. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. Yeah. I'm just having fun with words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyways, that's it, dude. Uh, that's a podcast. What do you think? What am, what am I missing? Anything? No, I think you said it. Like, subscribe. Don't be afraid to reach out. I don't care if it's yeah. on the first half or the second half. That's right. You know? You want to be like, I ain't going to give you my friend code because I just don't like to do that shit, but I'll, you know, I'll, yeah, but we'll meet up at an arcade and we can play virtual fighter or something. Yeah. We can, I'll, that'd be a fun oh, meetup. Wouldn't shout it? Virtual fighter the shit out of you, bro. You better watch <laughs> out, man. <laughs> oh, old school, old school virtual fighter. I think that's actually on the Sega Genesis. Uh,